Okay, here we are, Ducks Don't Get Cold Feet number 37, and I have a special guest here today, Tilde Search. She does have a real name, but that is her name that she's used all over the socials. And just to clarify this, she is one of Adelaide's biggest content creators, specifically in an OnlyFans arena, but you can follow her on Instagram, TikTok, and I can honestly say... I have definitely learned a lot about OnlyFans. Obviously, I had to do my research, but if you want to know more about how an OnlyFans page works, this is the podcast for you. And not only that, we do go into some very in-depth details about how the pages are formed, what sort of money people are making, and how much they actually love it, and how much of a hard work it really is. And if you want to see this or hear it, just listen to the podcast. Ducks don't get cold feet. This is number... 37. 37. Yeah, all those people behind you are all the amazing people that we have had in this room. And we've had anything from artists to comedians to very successful business people, DJs. I'm honoured to be on it. Yeah, fittest person on the planet. Uh, Well, fifth fittest person on the planet in CrossFit. Um, Magicians, space technicians, space scientists, uh, chefs, um, Matt's sister. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there's, there is, it's amazing. There's a lot of amazing people. They're, they're yeah. actually really, the Professor Nikolai Petrovsky, the guy that created the COVID vaccine for Australia. Oh, what? But, That's yeah. insane. And That's, now you. <laughs> I wish I did something that cool. <laughs> I wish I did that. <laughs> so, what number are we? 37. Okay, here we go. Ducks don't get po- cold feet. 37. And we have a highly anticipated guest, I'd have to say, um, when we put out a few questions online. I got a fair bit of a response. Now, the majority of that is really good, but like everything in life, you cannot please everyone. And I'm happy to say here, we have Tilde Search. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, guys. How are we going? So we have got you in because our young Matt, uh, we put him to test about doing something useful for the podcast <laughs> because um, we put our heads together and Matt goes, I've got an idea. So I'd have to say, well done, Matt. I You've come through and I'm extremely proud of you. Well done. I'm very proud as well. <laughs> so Tilds will call you. Um, Tilds has got, I would say, Insta famous quite recently for being having an OnlyFans page, but I think there's a lot more than OnlyFans. And today, I can tell you, I've done a lot of research <laughs> I've learned a bloody lot and I want everyone else to hear about it because I think the younger generation, and I don't put myself in that, definitely know about it. Yeah, but it's definitely a growing thing, that's for sure. A hundred, a hundred percent a growing thing. So what I would like to say is that you actually have worked at Drake's. Yeah, I've worked at Drake's and Romeo's back in the day. That was, I worked like five jobs when I was 16, 17 to pay for tutoring in school and um. Whose phone's that? That's Yours. Right. I'm guilty. Guilty. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was at Jake's. I was a deli girl. It was a lot of fun. They definitely taught me a lot. But I, that's how it all started, actually, because I did um, TikToks in my Drake's and my Romeo's uniform. And that is probably the number one thing you can't do is make TikToks <laughs> at work. But well, <laughs> it's, uh, let's just say, so let's, how, how long ago is this? Three, four years ago, four years ago, three years ago. So that would have been just as a start of TikTok. Mm. You would have been using other platforms as well. What were some of the early platforms you were using? Um, oh, it was just mainly Instagram yeah. and TikTok because I only had about 
30K on TikTok. And, um, yeah, that's how it all started, really. I was kind of getting known for or down that way, um, making TikToks and transitions in my uniform, which is good fun. And, um, yeah, that's how it all started. That's all, all I used at the start of it. So when we're talking about, like, I think we're going to break a few things down, but first job was going and uh, rocking it in the deli there. And it's, it's amazing how many people from Drake's come out from careers all over the place. <laughs> Representing over there. <laughs> like, Such a good... <laughs> like, it, it doesn't... You know, it is interesting to see we've had all sorts of walks of life because as yeah. a supermarket, we're one of the first calls of duty for someone to start yeah. a job. And, it, yeah, it's nice, huh? Yeah, that's the seltzer. Well, that's from the South Avenue, just, guys. Yeah, and the great. It's Ryan. definitely made in a fantastic place, but I think you can buy it online and at some places, but mm. I'm not mate, not sponsored by by any means, but just wanted to try it. That's good. So try, getting, we're a first, first start, and, yeah. and I think it's important for us to teach people what it's like to actually have a job. Clearly, we've oh, done yeah. amazing with you. <laughs> it's so good. Such a rule follower. <laughs> so if we, if we have a quick look of your life, um, what sort of an upbringing has, has Tilde's Search had? Yeah, well, well, my real name's Matilda Baxter. So Tilde's Search came about when I was a lifeguard. So I, did, I was quite um, fierce in I'm Woman since I was like, 11 okay. I was um did Iron Woman probably until I was like 17 and that was like intense stuff that was like you know running swimming every day and doing all sorts but um so I'm one of four kids so there's f- three other siblings older younger uh one older only by 10 months and okay. um uh two wow. younger yeah we're so close well not not now but like we were um, and yeah, upbringing was, it was good. My, in school, it wasn't that good. I had no friends. What honestly. school? Yankalilla. Okay. Shout out to you guys if you're listening. Down south. <laughs> down south, down south girl. And um, yeah, well, I just got into school. No one was really into that. Everyone was all like farmers and into the partying down there. And um, so I worked, I worked at Drake's to pay for my tutoring and get a good ATAR because I wanted to be a cardiologist, like a heart surgeon. Yeah. And I did the UCAT and um, all the stuff you needed to get into medicine. And it came to the interview stage and um, I reckon I had a midlife crisis. <laughs> and I sat there and no kidding, I was looking across at them and they were supposed to be third year. And so they were supposed to be like 25, 26. And they looked like they were 70 on their deathbed. They looked so sad and they, were, they seemed so boring. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go into medicine for seven years and come out in my third year and look like that and be, like, not thrilled in life. So then, yeah, I went in and, we went in and did nursing instead. So that, <laughs> that's hilarious. So you have all these things in mind and then yeah. you go, shit, I don't want to end up like that. No, I was just like, yeah, it just wasn't for me. I did babysitting, babysitting, um, worked at bakery, food land, and, um, yeah, lifeguarding. So pretty healthy upbringing. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, my family, we were a very close family, family. Like we did everything together, family holidays, did all sorts. So all being at Yankalilla, beautiful mm, South Australian yeah, area, heading on the way to Victor Harbour for people that yeah. actually don't know where that is. But it's actually a very pretty place. Yeah, it's very popular popular now. Like everyone's down. It's very holiday, holiday retirement vibes. So did, <laughs> Not for me. Did, did, so did you hang out at Death Valley... And yeah, all that. Second Valley. Second like, Valley. Yeah, Death, Death Valley. Death, <laughs> what? I haven't been in that one. Well, you said it's getting older. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Second Valley's beautiful. Like, yeah, down that way. It was really nice down there. And from 
from, I guess, finishing school, you know, getting a good ATAR score, I'd never heard of that. I'd actually had to ask him what that was. Uh, yeah. I, <clears throat> a bit different in my time. Yeah. Your mark was out of 100, pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> You're either 50, 75, 80, whatever. Or zero. It was, yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it was pretty easy to follow. These days it seems a lot more complicated. Yeah, it definitely is. But then you go into, you know, you're on TikTok all the time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or like, were you were you producing lots of clips? How you know who was producing the clips for you originally? It's only ever been me. No one else. Literally just me. I've had, um, I reckon this is. I've got ten active accounts, and I've had about forty in the past two years, like TikTok accounts. Wow. Because I get banned so easily, like that. When I first started, um, I probably had like fourteen accounts that had like a hundred, two hundred k on it. And they, got, they just ban like that because if you get a numerous amount of reports um, at the same time, they just permanently ban your account. And it's kind of the same with all the other media platforms like Snapchat and Instagram. And that's purely just from, just from girls. <laughs> no offence to you guys, but, like, I've never had um, an issue with um, getting banned by males, which is just how it is yeah, I've with OnlyFans. Yeah, I have the same problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think girls just, yeah, <laughs> you have the same problem. Um, yeah, girls just, yeah, ban my accounts, get their friends to ban it, and, um, yeah, which is shit. So, shit uh, so why is someone, is it because it's too raunchy or provocative or Do you know, what, what, what is yeah, the reason? Oh. They could be, like, they would go through to my old videos and I'd be in, like, a bikini top and they would report it for nudity. And if they all report it, then it, my account just gets banned and the video could be from, like, three, four years ago. So, it's so, all the effort to so I've down. noticed that uh, Instagram people are covering their nipples. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, did they always do that? Uh, I'm not sure, but I notice it because they put stars and shit on them. Um, yeah, is that was that always been the go? Because you sort of see more than that from people posting oh, things now. Yeah, I reckon it's more. I don't know. Hey, I feel like because you can see some TikTok accounts, girls could wear nothing and be like shaking their ass in like a thong, and they're not banned. And then, like, stuff like me, I could be wearing this or something and someone could ban me for nudity because my stomach's out or something. It's just if um, you get reported. So if people go out of their way to report you, that's where the issue is. Like, that's where your account could be borderline banned or not. Because mine was under a little bit different circumstances. <laughs> <clears throat> it wasn't – it was probably they were banning me from showing my stomach. No, it definitely wasn't that. Yeah. Um, but we had Professor Nikolai mm. in here and he was talking about – he's actually – was one of 12 people in the whole world that mm. has a approved um, COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. And wow. we got banned on YouTube. It went bananas and they took it down saying it was misinformation. So Whoa. misinformation com according to who? Yeah. So I understand. You have no – so what would happen then? That was our first strike. Yeah. So this is just in case people don't understand. So you can appeal that. Yeah. And then if you get another strike – the next strike is your your yeah. YouTube account gets taken yeah. down straight off the bat. I feel like um, OnlyFans or like the <clears> sex <throat> industry becoming more um, acceptable in a way. I feel like social media platforms are becoming real, a lot stricter, like Instagram and probably the same with the YouTube. Because YouTube, I swear, was never like that. Or it would be like... Yeah, I think COVID definitely changed the yeah, way a lot of Yeah, I'm not sure about that misinformation. And, and I think Logan Paul did that with yeah. um, the... the the body, the, the suicide in the, um, somewhere in Japan. Oh, yeah. It's a sacred what? suicide place. So I, I think they they have, you know, it brings up the interesting topic of censorship 
And when you look at what Elon Musk has done in Twitter, it, it appears there's not much censorship going on Twitter. Yeah. To almost yeah. zero. Actually, yeah, I use Twitter. <laughs> yes, you could f- post like screenshots of porn and full nudity and it would not get banned. Yeah. So, so Twitter seems to be, and um, which is what Elon's talking about, is making it so it is a, it is a platform that is uncensored and it is what it is. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think you need some form of unbiased opinion because mm. you have to then go back and think, who is making the decisions on what gets seen and what, what doesn't, doesn't get seen? Yeah. It amazes me because it's like what we do, like everybody, everybody gets naked, everybody fucks. Like it's just common sense. That's how we reproduce it. It's like how can we kind of get criminalised and it's like your account has to be banned because you're – um, you have your body out or something. That's what amazes me. And it's like the same with the missing information that you guys had. Yeah, like what you said, like who, yeah, who is? <laughs> Who's the judge <laughs> who is the running jury? that? Yeah. Uh, and for me, the censorship topic is, it's, a, it's actually a huge topic because mm. almost everything we see is censor- censored somewhere, yeah. along, so, somewhere along the lines. Yeah. And I think COVID really made people realise how much was really censored. And that, yeah. that was the part I think that maybe woke a few people up to go, oh, shit, hang on, maybe big tech is controlling mm. what I see. Mm. And the smarter the algorithm gets, the the more I see of what I like, um, the more someone can actually market to that very clever and the more yeah. someone can control a group of people mm. that want to do that. So I, I do see it as an interesting um, an, an interest, an interesting way forward. But when we talk about OnlyFans, mm. now OnlyFans is a big, I tell you, it was an eye-opener for me. I just assumed a couple of pictures, you know. I I didn't think much of it, to be honest. And then I started seeing, and I was, you know, I think the number one OnlyFans page is China Black, is it? Yeah. Uh, What? Black China. (laughs) (coughs) How can you get that wrong? Well, I don't don't even know who this person is, but 20 million bucks a Mm. month. But... The per- she's only done like six posts. Yeah. So it's her status that made her. You have to go in with a following. Like you can't go in and only have a thousand followers because you're not going to get a thousand people subscribing. So I'm. I must have missed all of you've the part. M- you've missed. You missed this little part <laughs> of everyone's I, life. I have missed this part where I just assumed it was you know a little bit of this. I jokingly said to the team, oh, "I'm going to start an OnlyFans page with fruit and oh, veg." I ch- <laughs> chat to me for five minutes about it, and I'll I'll convince you like that. <laughs> yeah, I, and I could see how because your success, people just see an end result. Yeah. And when you were doing these TikToks for how many years? Oh, one, two years. Yeah, two years, right? So, like 40 accounts. Yeah, so that that's a, a big commitment yeah. and a lot of people don't actually understand. You're d- putting yourself out there, you're doing this, you're doing oh, that. Oh, it's 90% negative, then it is positive. Like like what you said, people just look at the – look at my – like it's like Instagram. You go on Instagram, you just look at my life, you're like, yeah, she, she a hoe, like she posts stuff like that, she has money, blah, 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 but no one knows the shit that I've dealt with to be in that position. And I think that's the part that once you actually get there, yeah. <clears throat> and through channels like this, you actually get to talk about that. And yeah, exactly. It's a more of a longer format. So when when I started to look into it, OnlyFans 2016 it started. So yeah, wow, it, that's not that far away. No, so you're talking eight eight years and to where it is today, and it now has 170 million users with 1.5 million creators. Now, 
those stats are pretty amazing yeah. from from a platform because because I had to do my research, uh, yeah. so I had to subscribe to some channels. So I was doing my um, – my wife goes, yeah, how's your research going? It's good, babe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was doing some research. I in love it. that. And when I had a look at it, it has 174 million monthly visits with 5.5 million daily unique visitors. Yeah. I was blown away with the, the stats of it. And that is the part that really caught my attention because yeah. once I started looking into it, there are people, you know, doing a cooking show showing maybe not showing anything, to be honest. Like yeah. there's a bloke that looks like we've got a good-looking um, chef for us, Craig. Oh, introduce uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, like, there's a dude and he's got an apron on. He's showing nothing. But he's showing you how to cook cook meals on OnlyFans. No, it wasn't him. It was oh, someone that. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. thought, geez, Craig could do that. Like that's <laughs> like, so oh, on the yeah. So I was they watching. Do, yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't full pitch nudity. Yeah, and that's the part that surprised me because yeah. once I started looking into it, there are people like, teaching people how to cook. There's teaching people yeah. how to race cars, and it's about fans. I think it's more the connection between someone with a status and. And um, their subscribers. I think that's why it is blown up in eight years because it's like you, like Black China is like a very famous rapper. So for someone to subscribe and talk to her, like that would probably fulfill their, you know, fantasies and stuff. And that's why I think that's why it became so popular because everyone started using it, like a chef started using it to talk to their, because like in, it's just not the same as Instagram and it was like more of a, it was, it's so much more profitable, like chatting through OnlyFans. Like I think that's why. It so, became so popular. So when you talk about it, because there's a lot of people that listen to my podcast that probably have no, no idea. idea. Like my old man would have yeah. no idea what yeah. fans <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, he might. He might have a page. <laughs> I don't know. But when when you actually look into it, can you explain the mechanics for someone oh, that has that? Yeah, like uh, has no idea because. There is something that really caught my attention, but I'll I'll bring it up after. Can you tell us how basically the mechanics of an OnlyFans page work? Yeah, so you have a so I have a <coughs> link like I've designed a website that has my links to everything, to all my TikTok accounts, Twitter, and OnlyFans, and you can access that. You can put that anywhere, and it's like a safe link because like if you put OnlyFans on your Instagram, you, your account will get a warning, like it's just censored. But um, OnlyFans works where you subscribe. So mine's twenty dollars for twenty six USD, and um, when you subscribe, you have access to like a full page. It's like a full platform, like Instagram. Yeah. And it's like I post daily or monthly or whatever, and um, then I send messages. You can talk to me, and I send PPV messages three, four times a day, and it's just like um, more uh, R-rated sort of content, and you just chat to me. And it's like I do live streams. I do – I have like seven, eight menus. But this has been a development. Like when I first started, I had no idea. I was selling photos, me and my clothes, for like $100. I had no I had no help whatsoever. And it's, um, yeah, just the way it's developed in the past year. Ooh, how I have <laughs> – nearly not that out. Um, how I have menus and getting a bit pissed off to watch them. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I have like menus and stuff you can choose from, like – what? Let me. It's like you got a solo one, you got boy girl, girl girl, TikTok ones. Like, but I've designed it where um, on my feed there's no nudes on there. Like you have to pay extra for that, and I think that's where 
my income has diverted from other people's because people just post like you know their 10 second clip to a porno on their feet and I'm just, yeah, I've no nudity when you subscribe. So sorry about that, guys. Yeah, That's that extra. was the biggest disappointment I had. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, so for you, it was 20 bucks. So I was like, I thought OnlyFans was in Instagram. That's I, so I, funny. I had no idea. You subscribe and then there was no nudes. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, what's going on? Tip $4.99. I actually... <laughs> I had to ask, is this right? Have I got the right login details? Because it was 20 bucks or is that US dollars yeah, too? It's so they all don't in tell US, me that. It's all in USD. They, so all the money, so you tip me 20 bucks, but it's actually 26. <laughs> but that's not my fault, that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> so so then uh, so then you go on there and then there were other things there. So if you, you put um, uh, emojis over certain areas like your nipples and Yeah, everything's censored. There's not a single nude on the feed. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, okay. Then like I was she's like, ripping everyone off. No, no, I didn't think. I just thought, oh, fuck, then you have to pay more yeah. to get. So so when I send tip, yeah. uh, this sounds so boomer. Do I, do I sound like a fucking boomer? No, no, I no, fucking do. <laughs> you don't. You this don't. sounds like, so then I was like, tip. And I was like, okay. Um, that, that, and you had different amounts for whatever you were showing. Yeah. Some are video clips, some are, you, you show a little bit yeah. of your TikTok stuff, but it's not nudity though, actually. And then yeah. you had to pay more for that. Mm. Are they all like that? Yeah, every single one. That's, I reckon, well, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do it. And then when I was starting to do, um, like clips and stuff, I just realized that like, I'm making so much money. Like I would charge like a sex tape's like 150 bucks for like, Three minutes. <laughs> it's like sounds so like just, my sort of sex tape. Far out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've just yeah, I just made it like that. But I think that's why I'm so um, popular, and I've I've stayed relevant in the top percentile of OnlyFans because everyone else is just the same. They've all got the same. They're not making an income off of it because they're just selling this or putting the stuff on their feed. So for for when you say the top percentile, it's called the point one percent earners. Yeah. So you're in that point one percent earners. Yeah, point zero one. Yeah, uh, point zero one is what point one is. Oh, oh, the top of it is a point one earners. Yeah, so which means this, according to this, you earn about a hundred grand a month. Yeah, or uh, no. Give what you. I think give or take. Uh, Do you, I don't care if you tell me or not, I, I, but that's t- so yeah, that that is an av- a month. that is an average. Fuck me. No, that's like that's probably like you would um, average would be thirty forty grand a month. That would be a okay, starting yeah, point, six, like fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so that's but this is the top people. So yeah. You're so saying, I'm in like six seven figures, but my tax. Oh my days. Forty five percent. I get taxed. Forty five percent. Um. I, I have some questions on that. <laughs> um, but when you, you sit there and you produce the content, so there is that system through. Do you I know want- how awkward it is when you're like, you feel you film a full like dildo thing on like the kitchen table and it's the awkwardness of like going back afterwards and just like re-watching it and editing it and sitting it out. Like fucking hell, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> because... I guess to me it's, it's the like normal it, now. It, it's like the norm. Well, for younger kids, it is quite normal. Like yeah. I, I like I'm not generalizing every anything, but I do have some questions later about <laughs> um, what it means. Like I had to think, oh, what happens if this was, this was my daughter, right? So yeah. I, in my mind, I was like, well, I, I want her to be happy with herself and how she feels and, and yeah. own her body. And yeah. 
I, and I was like, I could handle the pictures and stuff. And I was like, I was thinking to myself in my mind, like, I'm trying to be a very diplomatic, um, yeah. forward-thinking <laughs> father. <laughs> trying to, I'll give you, I give you a perspective. When I only grew big on OnlyFans because the community I was in, like because I worked so many jobs, when I first started OnlyFans, I didn't post anything. This was the day I turned 18. I created the account, put the link in my bio. I got. 15,000 subscribers straight away, no posts, nothing. And that was just because of all the dads, like my dad's friends, my all the um, people I've worked with, my bosses, footy players, coaches, like all of them. That's why that's why it grew so big and then it grew and then it yeah, and then it just grew down to Adelaide. So I'm thankful, but um that's that's a bit of a shit show with yeah. I oh, don't know we- how I'd go with well, I could, with that. <laughs> yeah, c- correct. So I'm getting I'll, I'll get into that. So yeah. So then you pay more for different things. So we can get into that in a bit more detail. You, you had a Twitch, uh, a pretty decent Twitch following as well. Yeah, well, when I started to do um, live streams I on OnlyFans, because well, I live with Shooter Williams, I lived with him for eight months. Okay, that there is a question that came through from someone. Just that one rings a bell. Um, were you dating no, Shooter No, clear okay. that <laughs> up. So he's a family friend. Um <laughs> And I lived with him for eight months, and he's—I think he's still with his um, miso Alex. They're—they're they're beautiful. They're beautiful people. Yeah, it was a question that came to. It was That's probably so from funny. him, was it? I, I, I don't know. It, it, I just <laughs> did remember. That. I did remember. It. Oh no, nah, 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 not dating. So when you <laughs> clear that up, won't you? <laughs> um, so when you talk about you, you create an account because you you are underage with your TikToks. Yeah. And then you at 18 you created. My 18th my on my 18th birthday I was up in Gold Coast with my um sister and my mum and my other sister. And um I it was on Mother's Day because my day my birthday's a day before Mother's Day and I did it. I created it. And because your money goes I don't know if you noticed but the money there's like a pending account on OnlyFans. So for us to access our money, it's like another bank account on on the actual app, and it's actually not an app; it's a a Safari thing. But you can download it as a home screen app, and um, so it takes when you first start on OnlyFans, it takes six weeks to ever access that money. And so when I came back from Gold Coast, um, like word went around town, and my dad gave me an ultimatum: you either don't do it or you move out. And I had four hours to pack all my stuff, and so I left. And I didn't have – I remember tra- trying to transfer to Drake's at Marion. Oh, no, no. Sorry, Romeo's no, at Marion. Yep. And um, I was there probably for – I was at Shooters for five weeks. And the day I was supposed to start was my first paycheck came in. And I was like, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> and I never – because it was all impending. And I didn't know anyone that had an OnlyFans to message him being like, is this all a joke? Like, it's all – I had all this money in this pending, but I had nothing with me. So I was like, I'm just – gonna take a leap here and and do it and my first paycheck was like 326k or something and so I was like well we're done like that's an obscene amount of money and can and you're telling me it was a photo of just you no there was nothing that was from just purely from subscribers like I didn't post anything yet because I didn't have any um I didn't have the money in my account so I was like I'm not going to post anything until I have access to it and then it was just from subscribers just from just from people around town, <laughs> but wow. when you think how about many it, how, how many collective um, fans did you have on all of your accounts before that? Like on Instagram? yeah, so you, yeah, well, so you TikTok. had Instagram, you had TikTok, so TikTok. So it, did I you have a collective of yeah, all of them? I had probably like twenty k on Instagram, and then TikTok, I probably had about like two hundred k. 
So that's a, that's a lot. Oh, way I've got uh, way more now. Yeah, I know you have now, but <laughs> but that th- is a lot. To it's start not that with. easy to get, I, and I no. think I think it's harder and harder. Yeah, a hundred percent. And when you you look at that, so so your dad gives you the ultimatum. Yeah, that um. But at this stage, there was no photos on there, no, or did nothing. someone school him up on what I usually think, goes on those pages? Uh, yeah, I think could have been you. Just thought it was Pornhub, like everyone just saw. <laughs> And I was. I like, love uh, all of his mates subscribe. <laughs> Hats off to you guys, though. <laughs> you got me a jet ski and a car. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that was that was hectic, and I don't think like I'm grateful. My parents are still still. It's a bit rocky. Like I haven't really. We're not. You know. Like I don't. We're. I'm very independent. I don't rely on them at all. Like I haven't chat to them in like six seven months. But you know. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot to deal with, especially because, um, my, um, siblings were in school and stuff. And so just their friends started to subscribe and like, it was, everyone just wanted to know what it was. And, um, I didn't post anything. So I think it was just word of mouth that what goes on there. So he just assumed that that's what I was going to be in. Um, yeah, which was, which was hectic. And I tried to explain it and it didn't help that when I moved into Shooter, he was going through. That cancellation, those all those allegations. Oh, like, I don't know. What what any is it worth talking about? Uh, oh. no. <laughs> okay. Nah, um he just he was getting called a lot of stuff and that's when I just moved in there. Yeah. With him. Um he had yeah, he just had um rape allegations oh, by a girl. Fuck. And yeah, so that's when I moved in there and then dad and Your dad's like going, What the Your my dad was yeah. I mean he he probably handled it handled it the best he could. But um yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm, you know, you go from earning $300 a week. I was, I never have earned enough to pay tax in my life. So I never earned over the 17 grand. I've never had like a grand, a grand in my bank account. Like I was so, I used to beg my parents for like $20 of petrol money to like get down the beach or something. Like I was not, I was not. And my family weren't well off either. It wasn't like we, yeah, like they could get me cars or like they get pay for my uni and stuff like it was it was hectic when I got it I, I reckon I threw the biggest party ever <laughs> I was like this is insane it's crazy so money lands in the account mm. you then obviously have to start putting content in yeah that's when it's that's when it kind of the ball started rolling and I reckon that's when it, the COVID was kind of still a bit like there and it was like we couldn't dance and drink do you remember that so everyone was kind of at home on a saturday night with the boys like that's how it was yeah a year only a year ago a year ago yeah that's crazy um and so then i just started to get focus on tiktok and then i suppose my OnlyFans content just evolved like i just started to do you know i discovered the sex sex shop and then i started to discover like what people into and their kinks and stuff but i don't do i've only just started to do like i only did my first collaboration with like i've only just done my first sex tape so that mr iconic oh fuck (laughs) that wasn't his name yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) i had the voice ready for that oh that you was ready i was impressed but i'm fucking that you you didn't get the 89 dollars out of me for that (laughs) but for me that's that's you are literally selling a service, yeah, and that's what blew me. I was like, "Fuck, this is OnlyFans," and it, and it registered there and then. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, okay, I get it now." Yeah, and I was trying to figure out how many subscribers can you have in a month. So it did it did make me um, start to go into a few questions yeah. of of subscribers. Yeah, <clears throat> how many people 
do you know the stat that come on, sign up for one month? Yeah. And then just don't then stop signing up. Stop there. Stop their account, or how many? Like, yeah. is there a number of how many people just come on, have a look, and go, yeah. oh, okay? Well, I've got my um, so I probably have about like 45,000 active subscribers right now, yep. And um, that just it's been about 30 to 50, like, it just ranges. It's literally depending on how my TikToks go, like, how if wow. I hit if I hit the chart, if I hit you know, like different um, countries and stuff, and time. Like, when I post, it, like, could hit, like, the nighttime in L.A. or, like, and it's just, like, who sees it and the views on it. Like, if I post a video and it gets, like, no, I got 9 million views on a video and it was, like, five seconds and I got, like, 7,000 subs out of that. And then they, that's just from the subscriptions and then they go through and they go. Yeah, then I want to yeah. see this. Okay, yeah. so so I noticed Mr. Beast. Do you follow Mr. Beast at all? Yeah, I do, yeah. Right, so he's cleverly gone and redone his stuff in different languages now. And that's cool. Very cool. So he maybe had, I need to speak different languages. That'll be hot. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. they they dub it. Oh, they 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 dub it. They have cool. their boys that so dub it. Film a porn and then just dub it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a moan might sound like a moan in uh, German. Might be a different. Russian. Wait, actually, I'm gonna do that. I'm it, do no, that. dead set. Thank me later, but it, it is you'll it be, is. You subscribe for a month, so you'll see it. <laughs> so, it, so he's gone and picked, and he he is the number one YouTuber on the planet. Yeah, and he, he's killing it by us hitting the certain targets, and yeah. no one had done that. They'd yeah. all just had people hoping they'd watch it, but yeah. now that it's it's, it's um, like a full algorithm to it. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. So I don't know if it's the same on TikTok. I'm not. I'm not sure, but yeah. but you, you're telling me you can um, you can sit there and produce different content for different yeah. countries. That's definitely like my online marketing is definitely like a core of how um, how I stay in the top percentile of OnlyFans. But I reckon another part would be being how I present myself wherever I go. Like it's like. It sounds so fucking vain, but it's like if I even if I go to the shops, like if I just how do you present yourself, or if you go out, or if you go to a festival and you chat to people, like it's just spreading your name, like and presenting yourself good, and like how people want to perceive you is like a core to getting that subscriber. Like I could go to a festival or go out to town and um you know wear a tiny fucking tight leather dress, yeah, and it's like you could just go up to them and be like, oh, do you know that you know. I got an OnlyFans, and it's that's when they're vulnerable. It's when guys are drinking and with their mates, they're like twenty bucks is nothing. That's a drink. So then they subscribe, and they're like, "Oh, uh, eighty bucks. That's all put in. Like it, it works like a treat." And I reckon that's why their subscribers are always, always going to be there because it's like that market's never going to leave. Even if my TikTok delete, but I'm always going to have, you know, that area to revenue. So when you talk about, um, you are the product in this case, yeah, and it's exceptionally hard to be the product all the time. Yeah, it sounds vain and <laughs> and it's like you might not think it's work, but it's like, yeah, like I said, even going down to the shops and stuff, you can't, I can't go there in trackies and look like, you know, like not oh, like sexy and like you want to fuck me or something because it's like they could, subs no, seriously, they could subscribe. The amount of times I've gone to the shops and, you know, when you subscribe, it's like have you been 
did you come from Twitter, Instagram or Snapchat? It's like 90% is either my car, no, 50% is either my car and the other 50 is like, oh, I saw you at Hallett Cove shops or, you know, I saw you out the Ramsgate on the weekend. Like, it's it's crazy. You'd never think it, but it works. <laughs> so, oh, it's 100%. I, I, yeah. I, and that's hard work. Yeah. Because it's but fun, it, though. it sounds like it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, always. Um, but, you know, one of the comments that we got from doing the study on you mm. was that you actually do take the time to speak to people and you do take the time to listen. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between enjoying <clears throat> what I do and not. Like, I would rather, if someone comes up to me and they're like, oh, like, I know you, like, it, it feels sick. I'm like, this, I just sell nudes. I'm not like, you know curing cancer or anything so it's so cool that you know me for like or like tiktok or whatever so i always take the time because it's like well i'm not like it's i'm a no, i'm just like you like i probably live down the road from you so like and i enjoy it and like some people that are in the industry don't and they, they become too money focused and too vain on making themselves you know getting new tits or whatever like becoming that side of it that they forget that we're only we can only do shit like that because people subscribe because we are like yeah, yeah it's it's a very it's a very good outlook to yeah. look at I I don't people aren't coming up to me because of um my, notes. <laughs> my, my body uh, at all but I'm telling it, you if you did it OnlyFans <laughs> oh we're in for a treat <laughs> but people come up to me and like they recognize the content we put out. And they say, thank you for doing that sort of content. Thank you for calling out um, magicians because we can't call them criminals. Like, they, they appreciate that someone's yeah. actually on the front foot doing yeah. it. And it, it's very flattering. Yeah, like it's, it's And I always stop and take the time. Yeah. And because to me it's like, okay, what feels good is that, like you've just said, mm. our content the effort you is put making into a it, difference. It is. <laughs> Hopefully I'm making a difference. <laughs> Hopefully, giving no one blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're probably doing that, but I'm probably sure they're not blue if they're on your page. 89, 99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny, but it's, it's true. <clears throat> so for, for me, I understand where you're coming from from mm. that. And for you, it's a, it'd be a lot harder. For me, I wear a white shirt, black pants, and yeah. I very rarely do my hair. And I can walk <laughs> out the door and oh, every now and I get told off yeah. for not doing my hair or I wash it the <laughs> night before and then it becomes fluffy. Yeah, That's the hardest conversation I have with myself when I walk out the door. <laughs> Love that. Um, but I, I totally understand. I think it would be difficult mm. to, to keep up um, that persona, but... The one thing I've noticed it, from researching you is that you are you. Yeah. You seem exactly the same in Aww. the content you're pr nice. producing. And there's a, something to be said for someone that's being uh, transparent, being honest. Yeah. And being true to themselves. And yeah. a lot of people aren't and they're the people that get caught out. Yeah, exactly. And being authentic. Yeah. It's a, it's a word we've sort of started to term over... I guess the building of our distribution center, but uh, we've started to term that for what we want to be as a business. Yeah. And yes, I'm a director of Drake's, but I, I guess I'm technically the face of Drake's and yeah. I make a little bit of a conscious effort about 
the content we produce is trying to be a bit catchy. So, you know, we're a supermarket. Yeah. And if people are watching our content because we're putting together some cool stuff, making mm. the magic shows and things like that, then I think we've had a we've won into the hearts of people out there. Yeah, definitely. And the Drake supporters are you know, our fans, our customers, they're yeah. fanatics. And yeah. it's really I mean, in regards to the supermarket world, we're the only one doing it. Coles, yeah. Woolworths, <coughs> Audi, none of them are doing no. it. And they can't. Because we, we have Drake's, which is a corporate business. Yes, mm. it's a family business, but we run as a corporate. So mm. JP tries to be a bit more playful about yeah. being – we're a bit more of a fun brand. I think that's what you're – you know, it's what you're doing. <laughs> My persona. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, that's how it comes across. I, yeah. I think it, it definitely stands out from that. So you, you land in Queensland. We'll go back to that. You get paid – it, it, money lands in your account at some stage. At some yeah. stage, you've got on the internet and you've gone, fuck, there's 300 grand there. Yeah. What was the feeling like? Oh, <laughs> the feeling's like, the feeling's insane. I'm, oh, I'm grateful every day, but I am, I have my money in locked accounts and I only ever have a grand in my account because that day I went nuts and I was like, let's, <laughs> I just um, told, I just told her off. I was like, wait, what? Are we playing piano? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you're right. Um, yeah. I so think what did it feel like? It was just insane. It was just like, it was crazy. It was insane. It was like the first time when I got that, got my car. It's just the best feeling ever. And I kind of feel like I wake up every day like it because it's like, who would have thought that selling nudes, like, every time I get in the car or every time I do something, I'm like, who thought selling nudes would get me here? Like, what? It's crazy. It's crazy. But, um... Yeah, I have my money in locked accounts because – and I only ever have a grand because, yeah, just having that – looking at it and going in and seeing that you have that money, your mindset just changes completely and you're like, yeah, look, I'll get the drinks, I'll get this, and you'll just go through it like that. And I learned the very difficult way into I started to do that. But, um, yeah, insane I, feeling. So uh, that feeling, I – you know, I'm, I'm Drake's obviously, but I actually made my money from a tech investment. Yeah. And we had a guy who was in here on a podcast, Brad Moran, and we sold a business called Citrus for 200 and so million dollars. And when I looked at the bank account for the first time ever. Too million dollars. I was only a shareholder. But still. <laughs> when I, shareholder. But when, we, when I opened the account, I like, I'm already very, I'm very, I'm, I'm well off. I'm not saying very well off monetary wise, but I've got a great family. I'm in a, a, a job that I love. So mm. tick, tick, tick. Yeah. And when I opened the account with my own money, because yeah. it's the first time ever it's been my own money, I looked at that and the feeling I had was like everything that I had that was a problem was vanished. <laughs> yeah. And people look at me and go, oh, you get everything, this, that and the other, but I've worked my guts out yeah. for my whole life. Yeah. And to get that my own... I, it's an amazing feeling that yeah. I wish everyone yeah. could experience. And, oh, 100%. and I don't think I've spoken about it too much, but I, I actually got my young daughter to film, film the me Reaction. checking my account because yeah. Brad had his money drop and, and then I, he, then mine still hadn't dropped and it got to the morning and I didn't want to look at it at night because I was like, I wouldn't be able to sleep. So in the morning I went for a run and as I went for a run, I fell over. And I've got Aww. a thing. When I have an accident when I'm running, I come into money. So it's a fucking very ironic but very true. <laughs> so you just start tripping around. Uh, 
<laughs> it doesn't quite work like that. <clears throat> and then um, I got home and then uh, Scarlett, my youngest, so I got her, go film this. And I opened the account and I was like, fuck. And she goes, oh, is that? It goes, and she pointed at the screen, got it all filmed. And she, uh, she goes, what's that mean, Dad? Okay, Dad's a self-made millionaire, baby. <laughs> and, and she goes, is that good? And I said, that's fucking cool, yeah. baby. And it changed everything. It's it changed crazy. my total look Mindset. on life, mm. that moment there and then. That's why I'm curious to think that since that moment, you've had more money come in. Yeah. And is it an, a stream that you think can last forever? Um, I 100% think you can. It can be something that obviously not forever, Um like what anyone says, like a rich person stays rich because they're smart with their money. So it's like I'm not going to look like this, you know, when I'm sixty. Like, well, you never know in this day and age. <laughs> I mean, I mean, nah. I think well, back to being um, authentic because I've I've got fake eyelashes and fake hair, but other than that, I'm all real. Um, and I think that's why that I'm popular on OnlyFans because people tend to when they soon as they get money, they change their body and do all this stuff to it. And um, I think I'm glad that I've had some real fucked up <laughs> things happen to me that I've, like, I've been scammed, like, nearly 30 grand when I first, that, I reckon it was two days after my, that paycheck. So, I, I, I love hearing about this because. <laughs> I, I don't even want to, it's some PTSD, it's, it's mental, but stuff like that has happened to me that I'm like, I just, I know that this is not going to last forever, so I just invest straight away or I, um, you know, keep it locked up or I put it into a trust or I put it to super like I have. That's another shit thing with OnlyFans is we have to do our own tax and super. And a lot of a lot of girls kind of do OnlyFans as a hobby and they're like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Like, they're not really, they don't really know about super or anything. That's I think that's why everyone turns to OnlyFans because all they see is money. Like, there's no, like, you can't go to Drake's and be like, you know, you ha- don't you have to set up your super and all of that through people so yeah, like yeah. with OnlyFans you don't it's just all you get is the money so you have to do it all yourself but um that's a bit of a downfall but I, I love that sort of stuff and that's why I went into business and economics so that's so what do you study so hang on let's go yeah. back and have been scammed um <laughs> so so <laughs> 30, 30 grand I mean I think everyone's been scammed 30 some. grand though oh my god it happened so I got a um a call and they were like, you're drug trafficking. And I, they rang up and it was like their actual number. I searched it up. It was so what, what were you selling? Oh, yeah, because I'm a massive drug trafficker. <laughs> I freaked out because I was like, um, I buy a lot of stuff online. And so I was like, oh, my God, have – like because we came from Normanville, we barely even had service. So for someone to ring me and be like, you're drug trafficking, I'm like, they're not fucking around. They rang my number. I'm drug trafficking. I'm the bad person right now. <laughs> and um, so I shouted, <laughs> shouted to them for like four or five hours and they got information and all this stuff. And then they were like, all right, someone's actually stolen your identity. You have to go to the banks, get your money out and put it into a lock safe in the ACT. And I I was on the phone through them through WhatsApp. Wow. <laughs> so okay. I, that's how oblivious yeah. I was because I was so – I didn't know any of that shit because I came from Normanville. I barely, you know, I was not um, you know, exposed to stuff like that. And um, so I go to the banks and I'm on the phone to him and I go get the money out and – it ended up being about like 26 grand and I came back home my friend and this is when I was living in Shooter and he came back home and my friend was there and they were like, if you were drug trafficking, they would be knocked down your house and they'd be here. And so I was like, no, 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 like this can't, this is real. I'm telling you right now. And then I go down the police station and they're like, oh, it's a scam. I'm like, 
Oh. So you had the money. Yeah, I had the money, but I transferred it. So I went into banks and I transferred it into other banks. I took the money, went to the bank, took the money out, went to another bank and put the money into the the details they gave me. And because I took the money out by hand, um, I can't get it back because it's... It's on. Well, you took cash out. Yeah, I took cash out to put it into a an, a locked safe account. The guy was telling me, it sounds so dodgy, but I've learned from it, and it was a very expensive, <laughs> very expensive, um, lesson. But, wow! But that's how oblivious I was living down in Normanville. That I was, I never, I, we never talked about that. I never knew about scammers. I never knew. And it was it was really fucked up because they sent documents through of like they're gonna come if I ever talk, if I go talk to someone about. Um, what's going on? They're gonna go um, raid my house or whatever. They sent so they had all my details, sent documents. It was the actual number of the um, SA police in the city. Like it was very legit. It was so legit, apart from the WhatsApp and him being Indian. <laughs> um, Are you fucking serious? Yeah. No. Um, Who did you speak to about this? No, I couldn't. He told me not to speak to anyone. It's. It, I've yeah. Okay. That's that's scamming that's at the, at its finest. But speaking about money, um, I'm assuming, I think what you notice when you get money, people come out of the blue. Oh, this <laughs> this is an episode in itself. This one. <laughs> Not only that, I family like I haven't talked to my family because of money, and it's like it's real fucked up to say. But you like you see why all um, celebrities and that go down the suicide path because no everyone just turns to money no matter if your family friends whatever are random everyone just looks at you as an atm like if you have money and that's the shit thing i've learned about my family and friends that it's just like you know it's depressing because it's like man it's not like you know i'm a, a heart surgeon or a brain surgeon even if i was it still doesn't it's not okay to ask for money like that but it's like i'm literally selling myself for this money and yet people are expecting me to give them a, like it was it's yeah it's a it's a it's sad but yeah I learned the hard way <laughs> it happens mm. it's just the mindset of people it's just I just don't know how it'd be if I you know like it's because I was I advertised that I have money as well that it's like that's a downfall of it part of the persona su- <clears throat> it's it sucks though because it's like shit like I want people to see like the new stuff I have but it's like like you said, people come out of the blue and all of a sudden it's like you can't trust anyone. <laughs> I've got a mate that young, self-made, has buys, you know, he spends his money like he's he's got lots of toys mm. and he doesn't mind trying it off either because he doesn't give a fuck because he's made his money. Yeah. And yeah, you remind me of him so much. Do I? <laughs> yeah, Ben, like. So, so much. Is he single? Ben Hennock. No, <laughs> he's not, but he could be, I'd imagine. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking like a fish over here. Okay, <laughs> now. Um, but it's the same thing. It's like it's a very fine line about showing off, or yeah. you're just proud of it. I am. And it's like my, with my family, like I've had, you know, even from grandparents to like cousins, partners, and stuff come and ask me and give them, you know, their whole long story they're on their deathbed and they need you they need about 50 grand to survive and it's like I reckon I'm glad it has happened because it matured me like that eh? like it's like I can deal with so much crap now after that (laughs) I can't get worse than that so when I do I do with a lot of like wives recently especially when I'm out as well wives wives like partners like wives wives like married women (laughs) So, so, 
Well, they want to. They want money from you, or um, they're just not happy with you. No, not. Um, it's it comes. Because their husband's watching. Hus- husband subscribes. It happens. It's. I'm gonna have to video it next time. It's so funny, and it happens. They come up to me. I'd be out, and they come up to me, and they would be so angry. They're like, "My partner subscribes or watch your, watches your TikTok, and they give me a massive lecture about you're selling yourself. Like it's disgusting." And then I talk to them for a bit, and then it's like, "Oh, I might start an OnlyFans. Like I, I respect you." And it's like it. It happens so commonly that it's just, or you'd get them. I'd get messages on Messenger about their partners subscribing, and it's like I've actually got all of like a massive message I send to everyone. It's in my notes already, and prepared. <laughs> You're sincerely Matilda. Wow. Yeah. That like one one of the things that blows me away with an OnlyFans page is that you know I think everyone's looked at porn. Yeah. And. You know, you just go to uh, what some of the sites now. Pornhub. <laughs> to search OnlyFans. <laughs> like, Matt, what some of the sites that you told me about? So yeah, you know, so they they go to Pornhub or they go to UPorn or you mm, whatever. UPorn. Oh, is that the fuck? Is that Red Room is that? What are you watching? <laughs> oh. Like you can see, but everyone sort of does, but it's free. It's free. Right? And that's mm. why, can you tell me the difference between going to Pornhub and going and paying an OnlyFans subscription for Tilt Search? Oh, I can tell you. Nah. Um, the, the <laughs> no, not in full detail. <laughs> just uh, let's keep um, it The difference is having that emotional, I think it's more like, do you know like Lana Rhodes and like the famous Mia Khalifa and that? Yep. It's like if they were in their home, if they lived here in Adelaide, yep. um, they would probably cop the same amount of crap I cop because it's like because they have access to seeing me and there's a potential that them subscribing and then they might actually see me out or it's like having that emotional connection and me being in the same area as them like in Australia or like they've seen me before. I think that's the difference between being on, yeah, like Pornhub and OnlyFans and also it's more, it's more real I think because I live in the same, because it's more... I'm more accessible. It's like you can actually see me or you can actually – your friends might see me or something compared to just some random girl on Pornhub. And I think it's become a quite a popular kink is having that actual connection, an emotional connection with someone you might know instead of a complete random and watching it and then that's that. But I think people just like both. <laughs> so do you, do you watch Catfish? Catfish? Yeah. Is that I think I've seen I've seen right. it. I haven't watched it before. Right. So, you know, that's someone they're in love with someone, they've never met them, but yeah. it's all through texts. Mm. Like I, I look at that and I think, how the fuck can that happen? Like I mean I you, don't haven't, know. you haven't chatted to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Is that so so you're so okay, you're saying that that's definitely feasible. Like I, I watch this stuff and I think you know, you've never met the person, you've been talking to them for two years yeah. and now you go to meet them and it's a different person, yeah. sometimes a different, like it's a like a, like a guy, a girl, whatever. Yeah. And that uh, I look at that and I think surely people aren't doing that. Like I, I yeah, don't know because I've so. never really done it, right? Yeah. So been I married for a long time actually. I think texting, I don't even think I had a fucking phone when I met now I'm only checking it. <laughs> <laughs> I better watch what I say. Shit, hope, Natalie, not watching. Um <laughs> But, you know, you sit there and I think, how does it get to that stage um, I think where you're like, oh, like yeah. if they see, is that a bit weird that, you know, like when you're out, yeah. does someone, do you know um, that someone's yeah. a fan? I, I'm a bit of a <laughs> computer hacker. So it's like, you can subscribe, but if I, you can subscribe anon- anonymously, 
But I've got like a system where if I were to try to look you up, I can um, search up your IP address, which you logged in with. So it's like what your actual... Um, so if I'm incognito, iPhone. how do you find that? Incognito. If you're on... Google? Like, no. Oh no, because it's like it will my the system like I can't say it in detail because it's uh. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but like I can track what your i iPhone is logged into. Like as mine's logged into Matilda Baxter. But say if I go onto Google and I subscribe to your OnlyFans as Jeffrey, and I were to actually go and search Matilda Baxter up, yeah. I could find out how, and it would be like under Jeffrey, but it would be like my Hotmail login for ah, my okay, um, yeah, IP yeah, address. Yeah. So, so I do I, know my subscribers, yeah. When so, I want to know them. So there's 35,000 of them. Mm. Like, you know, do you have a team of people responding to all these people? No, nah, I don't. All, I can't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. I'm but like, like, surely you got a team. They're secretly tilled secret. search. Like, oh, yeah, just, <laughs> oh, that's his Billy Joe. Yeah, let's No, we'll write the same. Um, no, I do it all myself because I feel like that it's more authentic because it's like if I were to get someone else to do it, it just won't be me and I feel I won't enjoy it if I didn't enjoy talking to people sexually or like talk to people if I didn't like that and I wanted someone else to do it I'd, I'm in the wrong industry like you're in the wrong industry you have to do something else because yeah. the whole reason it for OnlyFans is it's made for an individual not for a team it's not made for a company yeah. or not made for like a group of people it's an individual connecting with a subscriber or someone yeah um and it's like having that re- not relationship but it's like it's just way more authentic and it's fun like I enjoy it well, it's I, a full-time job yeah. and pays pays fucking well. Yeah, it's good. So even when you take your tax out of it, you're, yeah. you're still in the top percentile of, yeah. of, of money earning. And the fact that you've picked up on it and attacked it, yeah. it, it's pretty amazing, which sort of brings me back to Mr. Iconic. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, that must have been a big call. To, obviously, that's to that do was, that to get... That was hectic. Okay, so so for me, yeah, okay. No, no, I've got to ask you because most of you have been their photos. Mm. There's a bit of you know stuff with sex toys, and you know it's a, it's pretty harmless stuff, yeah. right? It's a big jump, that's for sure. Yeah, in yeah. my eyes, I was like, oh fuck, You're that's like, a big jump. Yeah, and, and then I was like, okay, so how does that come about? It was so I've had <clears throat> I've been in quite hectic houses until I'm in this one. Um, like my last housemate, I got a, I got a, I got a DVO against. Like he was, um, very, yeah, a domestic violence oh. order. And um, and then the following house I went to, I I did content with him. Like I was seeing him for a bit, and then it ended very badly. And then it was like I've only ever collabed or like done he's filmed stuff for me, or we've done stuff together, not tapes. And then when I got kicked out of there, and I was at my friend's house. I was like, what do I do? Like, what is my next, like, how do I, I'm, I've never collabed with a professional. Like, I'm going to have to collab with some, an actual, like, only, f- I mean, yeah, an actual creator now. Like, I can't, um, like, I learned that you can't do it with people that don't have an OnlyFans account because it's just not, you're not receiving stuff. Economically yeah. viable. And it's not financially good. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like exactly the amount, right. Okay. The amount of okay, people. No, I get it. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm on. I'm, I get it. Like the amount of like a lot of people message me to do screenshots for s- screenshots for screenshots, and you le- learn in my OnlyFans that I only I don't do that because I look at it as like if you were to start an OnlyFans and I put you on my Instagram story, um, and I have a hundred k on there, you will guarantee get fifteen hundred subs straight away. That's fifteen grand you make, and you're offering me nothing to put you on my Instagram story. And so people don't. So understand. people must pay you though. 
Uh, no, like, but I'm, it's a part of a deal. Like, yeah, you know, I've when people are asking me scrunch- to do stuff. You're like, here's my contract, and yeah. I'll get back to you in a year. I'm quite busy. No, quite on the ball with it. But yeah. I've we we've made a decision that like for me for BJP, I don't want to sell out to a brand because with Drake's we no. deal with every brand in supermarkets that you could think yeah. of, right? Yeah. So if you align, I have ones that I like better mm. because they're more you know aligned with my beliefs. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So my content's a little bit different than yours. Do you reckon? <laughs> Not too sure. Just a little. Just li- borderline, yeah. kind of similar. Not sure. Just a little bit different. So, so for for you, is is there a lot of OnlyFans, OnlyFans sort of um, like selling? Hey, you, I'll pay you this if you do this, or you pick someone with the yeah. same amount of OnlyFans subscribers and say, yeah, I haven't really collab no. with anyone. I would thought that'd be a massive window. It's 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 not really not compared to because the amount of money I make doing my own stuff it's like i have to find someone that it's gonna i'm gonna benefit from them like i've been logan paul you would benefit (laughs) if i can get in contact with logan paul that'd be good but you can like Uh, that's the thing i think it's that i think this world this day and age of getting in contact with someone Mm. it's easy and i don't know if he's got a girlfriend or whatever but trying to set me up over here (laughs) yeah logan paul like i'm just calling it out logan paul if you're watching like (laughs) please but that to me is okay that's a you know he's he's at the top he's a Mm. he's ahead of you in regards to what he's earning from social i'm like i'd be i will expand well because i just joined um playboy in the u.s um so i'm a playmate over there which is like crazy so okay I will get into that. And, oh, back to the Mr. Iconic. I notice it's on your picture. It's on your phone. Yeah. Oh, I've got to advertise it. Yeah, I did notice that photo, actually. Um, but, yeah, back to Mr. Iconic. He just sent me a message and was like... Are so you how many subs does he have? I'm not I don't. I'm not sure. Well, you didn't even check it out? No. He, like, oh, he yeah, okay, well, I'll, I'll fucking have sex with oh, you. He, yeah, sure. He's the number, well, he got voted number one porn star in Australia last year. So I was like... We're, we're fucking with some top guns right now. <laughs> I was like, we'll go do this. And um, literally. Yeah. I just went there. My friends came and I was like. Your friends came as well? Yeah. Yeah, they, they came. <laughs> well, not. They didn't come. They didn't come. I come. <laughs> so did he. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. Four times. <laughs> In 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> according to your video. <laughs> so that. That's a process, right? That's yeah. putting yourself out there. That's yeah, that's like getting – because I'm not in the sex industry, um, not the sex industry awards, which is what he's in, um, it was massive exposure for me. So that's how I looked at it. Like I'm going to benefit from him because I'm going to be seen. Like, and did – have you? Oh, yeah. I made like a lot of money off of, the, <laughs> off of that video. Yeah. So I um, – what do you – Class is a lot of money. Like, to, uh, my a lot of money is a bit different than Matt's. And I reckon my a lot of money is a bit different than yours. Like 1.5 mil? For one video. In two weeks. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And I, I even look at the Paris Hilton sex tape now, and that's not very good. Oh. <laughs> well, mine's 89.99. Well, yours is half the time, too. <laughs> It's just 30 minutes. Yeah, it's as, as long as that's a big prelude into it. It's quite boring. But it's Paris Hilton. But yeah. it, it, you could say that's put her where she is today. Mm. And that's why I think for you to make that call, that's a pretty ballsy call. What's that? 
like saying, oh, I'm going to do this collab. Yeah. Are you, you're telling me. Look, have you, he's an Italian stallion. He's huge. Well, he, he didn't look that big to me. <laughs> I was, it, was, it was hectic because it was like I'm collabing with a porn star. Like I haven't done that. But um, so it, was, it, was a learning, it was a learning curve. So you, how many film crew in this room? Like No one's, no one's in there. What? We filmed it ourselves. Are I you was, serious? He's, I don't trust anyone and it has to be on my phone. I, I have a Well, that contract. was filmed on your phone. Yeah, I have a contract they have to sign that um, I, it gets filmed on my phone and I, re- I release it first and it has to be this price on both our accounts. Like, um, if you collab with me, it's very, very professional. All right. All right, keep that in mind. <laughs> but that's like, I, I'm, uh, okay, so that was on a phone. See, yeah. you know, fuck, it's changed. The fucking world has changed. Well, it's like, it's a good, um, I was about to say, I could show you, but that's a bit weird. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't be watching that later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when you actually, so does that process, how, it's, you can't tell me that was just, I know the video is 15 minutes. Yeah. How that's long did that's a full day, surely? Oh no, nah, it's not that long. It's like a solid hour. We'd be no, getting thirty kicks. seconds was the it's, first one, then right, the second. second <laughs> it's very. I'm very professional because it's like as soon as you show a little bit of emotion, the other creator might get the wrong idea, and then it just becomes. It's just to so, sorry. How are you? Show, don't show me <laughs> like that came. How are you showing emotion? I don't, I don't. You can't be like. You have to be like film it, and you can't be like. Like you, it's like, yeah, it'll be a complete go difference from when you're like, you know, you're making out, sucking cock, and then it's like, okay, now we've got to do this. It's not like, oh, like, you look so hot, like, after you're filming, like, it's just, you have to keep it. So you did, can't you, be, did you write a script? No. It has to be natural. That's way too, it can't be scripted. Well, it's not like, okay, we're going to start with some uh, kissing, a bit of foreplay, and then, no. Actually, yeah, it was kind of like that, but we didn't write it down. <laughs> it has to be professional. It has to be professional. So, uh, I, uh, damn, I mean, this is so funny. But so how how do people in the sex industry look at you? Do you know what's really funny? That he took me to, so he, I got there on the Saturday and yeah. he took me to a party on the Sunday, his mate. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be so good. I'm excited, getting all dressed up. And yeah. his mate owns the Sex Industry Awards Australia. So I'm rocking up to this party and it's like all the escorts, all the top porn stars. It was yep. everyone. So I was like, holy fuck, I'm actually, this is crazy. This is, it was the best exposure. Were you accepted? Yeah, I was very different, to say the least, <laughs> compared to, you know, it was, it was an eye-opener. It was like... A great Gatsby party times the Playboy Mansion. It was hectic. Yeah, and hectic things happen. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe at Sex Boys, so people have told me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did you feel um, nervous about that? Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, I felt it was very, yeah, it was, yeah, it was very nerve-wracking because it's like, especially because I'm so young, all of these people have been in it for like a decade or like they're 29 and they're, you know, they've been in it for a while. And so for me to just come in and be like, oh, I do OnlyFans. They don't really do OnlyFans. Like but they should. Of, they should. But it's just. Or are you like, no, bitch, don't do that. This is mine. <laughs> this is mine. It's time consuming. And I feel like a lot of people don't get that. They, they, they just love like how escorting you can go four grand one night and you have it. Compared to OnlyFans, it's like you have to put the effort in to get their trust for them to, you know, edge on and get so can you explain to me the difference between an escort, a porn star, and an OnlyFans? 
Star? What's it? Only like fuck porn star, porn escort. Star. Only like escorting is illegal in South Australia. Is so, it? Yeah, we're the only state that it's illegal in. Yeah. Okay. So escorting is when you pay for sex, and it's a person to person. It's in person. Um, p- porn star is when you're. Um, you collab with the escorting. You do like you probably usually do escorting and porn star together, which is like you sell porn on Pornhub for free, so you don't get money from it, and you purely post porn on Pornhub to build your platform as an escort. So that's okay. how that works. And yeah. OnlyFans is completely different because <clears throat> it's all online based, and it's like there's no meeting in person, there's no person person contact. It's all online. So. It's fair to say the OnlyFans is the only one that you have 100% control of who you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Lit- literally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I, I actually, to be honest, haven't broke it down to look at that's yeah. how they are. But I, I can see how they're all perceived different. It was funny. H- how do you think each one is perceived? Because coming into this it was looking at like oh like you know for me i don't care how people make their money yeah. I, I think if people are happy in themselves then whatever they do is yeah. their decision and not many people actually get into a position where they actually can make that decision and, yeah. and live with it and yeah. i was like I, once i looked into it, i was like oh i only fans a bit more than i thought yeah. and i was like okay so when you actually make that call to to me what, how do you think they're all perceived in, um, in, in the scheme of things? Be, bear in mind you've been at um, porn party. No. <laughs> I forgot I've what you said, sorry. <laughs> like the awards. Yeah, like, yeah. I've yeah. Been, so I've do been you a- see on the screen like, okay, and their best bang fucking yeah. M- M- Miley Cyrus. No, she's, no, she's not a porn star. Like, um, yeah, like, yeah, that was – I feel like um, when I first started, I feel like it was perceived – kind of as one big, everyone was just like, you're, if you're one of them, you're all of them. And that's just how it's perceived. And I feel like my my perception and how people perceive me and how I've been influenced the industry, it's kind of helped, like, especially in South Australia, our generation to learn the difference and how, um, yeah, well, especially South Australia, escorting being illegal. And it's just, I feel people perceive it as, like, they put it all under one umbrella. But you can... So escorting's illegal, but you can call out Mr. Iconic. Can, can I say this guy's name? Yeah, yeah. But you can call him out and go, I want to do a sex scene with you. That's so escorting. That's um, so uh, different. So escorting is like, so and a guy in business could pay, say he works, someone that works here could pay someone. <laughs> I'm just, okay, not here. That was you're, bad. You're, we, won't say that. we won't say that. Let's say Matt. Matt could, Matt could, well, he can't. In South Australia, you cannot, like, it's illegal to do escorting. But if he were to go to Melbourne, he could, you could literally search it up and he could pay someone to fuck him or pay someone to suck his cock or pay someone to, for time. Like, it's like, yeah, okay. you know, that um, relationship bond and it's person to person. So that's illegal in South Australia. Okay. But, right. um, but my mate Dave, he does it all the time. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, you so, can do it, but it's yeah, it's illegal. Okay, cool. If you get caught, so do you? Do you think that um, moving, like, you know, moving forward mm. for you, I can see 
you know, you, you want to do more, you will do more collab because what I look at, mm. the content starts with a couple of cute nudes, um, you know, much show my breasts, much show my ass, like, you know, you might show my feet. Do you do any feet too? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we, we've done something and we posted a thing and the feet thing went viral. It was on TikTok actually, wasn't it? Oh my God, it? I was love it? that. The feet thing. She's um, like, what? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't see that one. Uh, maybe that was something else I did. But so, you, you know, oh, fuck, I totally forgot what I was about. Um, so, okay, so that's what you've done so far. Yeah. Do you see you have to get more extreme to keep people more engaged, to keep no. doing? Because I notice you ask questions to your subscriber base. Yeah. Like, what What would you rather see, you know, girl and boy, girl, girl, girl with it? <laughs> you really like, researched it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, definitely know my subject. Um, yeah, I don't – I feel like I'm glad I kind of started it when I was 18 because I reckon if I was 25, I would have just gone straight into sex tapes because, like, that's just what you're used to because everyone just – everyone sends nudes. So it was like – I don't know. I feel like if I keep building my brand, like on TikTok, I'm getting new people. So yeah. it's like that I'm getting yeah. new, a new yeah. revenue of people to hit my OnlyFans. And I feel like I won't – if, like, it will be different if, like, I with Mr. Iconic and if I collab with, you know, um, that Paul guy. What's his name? Logan Paul. Uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, just hopefully, yo, hopefully and he watches the part that we know him. I do. I actually have a collab with a, um, a porn star coming up. Yeah. Well, what what was it, Mister Iconic, a porn star? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. So you you've booked in another. Yeah, I won't collab with you. Okay. Yeah. I, I, there's something. There's something there. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. So, but f- for for me, looking forward to it, I think oh, it has to get more extreme. Like, and I'll put it on my point of view. And yeah. My video is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and but. People want more and more, and you watch uh, famous YouTubers, they get more and more extravagant. And I'll even say Mr. Beast, right, mm. you know, doing the Squid Games remake. And, yeah. You know, it got more, and, and he spends millions of yeah. dollars produ- because he wants to because he loves his fans, and mm. that's what I that's what I really love about him. He, yeah. You know, that when he got 40 million subscribers, he gave away 40 cars, goes into his hometown, and then they, they're trying to give away 40 cars, and they can pick each car yeah. and it's like and you don't know what it is because it's covered so you yeah. get there so he went and got the cheerleaders from bloody town and yeah, and and, and yet you then once you got one you had to then go to another friend to get one and you had to give him away then 48 hours i think it was that's sick and it I was it was cool and yeah. he does lots of cool stuff yeah. where we get uh, some of our ideas for the supermarkets mm. from it but i feel it gets escalated more and more because the the fans want more and more yeah is that what they're going to want more and more of you I feel like that's the difference between that industry and the sex industry because I feel like the sex industry will never die because ever that's just human nature, and so I feel like it's very different. To, um, I feel like the fans, it's more like they want to see you collab with someone. It's not like oh, we want you in an orgy or we want you to be shared around or we want you on the spit or something like that. It's more like well, like they're gonna start wanting specific people now, and it's yeah. more like that, and that's way more, um, you know. Yeah. Accessible so than doing being the extreme. So, do you think that now this is where it's going to get weird, right? <laughs> I think it got weird, <laughs> weird way before this. <laughs> but yeah, do you watch Black Mirror at all on Netflix? No, what's it about? Oh, like it's all about. It's kind of futuristic, but oh, yeah. so true. It talks about how 
know, there are things there like people are doing everything for likes and like it tries yeah. to look into the future. Like yeah. if um, if you um, looked into the future mm. and then someone's like, okay, I want to do a collab, um, you know, who thinks I should do a collab? Let's say Malcolm Turnbull was single <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's that a bad That would pop off. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's when you go, okay, uh, I'll be up for that. Mm. Do you think that's where it goes? Like where it, it, because it, it clearly makes a difference. If you do a collab with someone with similar audience than you, yeah. then you go together and you will pick up. Oh, it, that yeah. But I think that's where it's going to, what you're saying, the next level is having people, getting specific people where it shouldn't be okay for them to collab with a porn star. So it's like, you know, getting uh, with a... Yeah, someone in politics or, or something like that. May, maybe a politician was a bad call, but yeah, maybe like, but like you know, not, not like someone a specific, football but star. someone unknown. Okay, yeah, a someone football star. like Charlie Dixon. He's hot. <laughs> well, we're friends with Charlie. <laughs> Isn't he? He's a girlfriend. No, he doesn't. Oh, he's gonna have one now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a really nice guy, right? But you know that that would improve his profile. And that would improve your profile. Is that, do you think, where it, it all goes? <laughs> like, does it feel like that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a big dude. He's so <laughs> fun. Um, I reckon, hey, like, I think that's where it's a bit difficult. It's like partners with OnlyFans. Like, that's where it's, like, difficult because it's trying to find, it's as stereotypical as this is. Men do not like when a girl is more successful than than them. Like I've learned that from guys I've hung out with. They hate that, you know, I can afford stuff that they can't. And it's like finding someone where it's like <laughs> not like equal, but like they're they're okay with copying the negative stuff that I get that they're gonna cop on their career is like that's a difficult part. So someone in the eye would be ideal for my subscribers, but it's like finding the right person where they they're in a position where it's okay that it's gonna affect them and it's not gonna, you know, get them kicked off the fucking football team or something. Yeah, because stuff like that, they, like, yeah, it's it's a market where it's, like, what I said before, how OnlyFans is kind of, like, criminalised. Like, it's not, but people look at it and judge it like it's criminalised, which is, it's unfair because I'm doing what people do for free, but I'm just getting paid for it. That's the only difference between me and, you know, another girl that's 19 that lives in Adelaide. And paid more than, yeah, I get like, you're probably in the top 1% of earners. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's why... It's it is very interesting. L I look at it now and I think, okay, you've capitalised. Perfect time, perfect timing for you. Right time. A right combination place. of things come together, mm. and I look at that. Okay, you're doing things you're quite happy with with your body, and mm. predominantly there's. I mean, you know, there is one uh, sex act, but the predominantly it's just photos of you. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, I think. That everyone sort of sends those photos to each other, like, yeah. like I'm forever sending photos to my wife. No. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But, you guys are gonna make an OnlyFans after this. Yeah, <laughs> but but what 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 do you think lies ahead? Um, one thing we've definitely discovered: you you are thinking about the future. You're not worried about one platform, albeit OnlyFans has been a very good platform to you. So is TikTok yeah. to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And so is Instagram. Mm. The three of them together is it's not it's I've always said it's never one thing that yeah. makes makes things successful. It's always a combination. Yeah. So how long do you think this will continue for you? And bear in mind, you know, we're talking about 
eight, six years old yeah. is what we're talking for OnlyFans. Yeah. It seems to be at the infancy. Yeah. And, and how scared shitless were you when they said we're stopping OnlyFans for porn? Um, when that came out, straight away I thought to myself that this is the biggest publicity stunt they could ever do and it was so fucking smart because we were not big in Australia and we went on the news. Like we like OnlyFans was on the news and straight away I knew it was going to be fake because they're a trillion dollar industry. Like they're so – they're profiting so much. And so I, they, I just thought that it was going to be – it was just a publicity stunt to hit different markets and to be on the news and to spread the word. And everyone's like, what is OnlyFans? And that's when it started became really popular for me because everyone was like, wait, does she do porn on there? Like what – I think people started became more intrigued and especially like older generation because obviously I don't really watch the news. I don't, I'm not sure if like, you know, um, anyone younger watches the news or watches it with their um, parents. But it's usually that – like parents and that age market that watched the news. And I reckon that was when it hit and everyone was like, what is that? And then my subscribers just went up. And then what they did, what I expected, they were like, oh, no, we're do not doing it after like two weeks. It was like a massive thing. And then they, they actually sent us an email being like, oh, literally saying it was a publicity stunt and being like, don't share this information. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll just okay. mention it. We'll just we'll just mention it, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah. It was okay, so clever ploy. Um, so for people that don't know, OnlyFans take twenty percent. So the twenty percent for the first year or the first million you make, they do, and then it's five percent. Wow. Okay, that's that's an amazing. Yeah. Th that's really good. And another thing is, with my income, I can double it because I use a. You can use a referral link. Um, so if people use my referral link, I get 5% of everything they earn for the first year or the first million they make. So explain to me. So if I set up an OnlyFans page. So if you go onto my link in my bio, it says create an OnlyFans. And if you click on it, it's just like use, it's like setting up an OnlyFans. And straight away, it, that automa like automatic goes to my account. And it's like, it's like a full page on your OnlyFans. And it's like referral link and pending balance. And it's just like I just get 5% of everything they earn for the first year or the first um, million. So because I could – I'm imagining my page mm. to be quite popular. Oh, I'll, I'll be a subscriber. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, that is enough in itself to get subscribers. Is it? Yeah. Actually, is it? Like yeah. if you said, fuck JP, but – If I put you on my thing, you would get – you would, you would, you would, even if an I didn't, if you advertised that and you did it, there would be that many people that would be intrigued because it's like – it's like, um, what's the word? I'm like, everyone be like shocked. Everyone be like, what? Was, and they'll want to know what it's about, like what, how they, when I created one. I was, I was pretty famous for my finger. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like you know, back in the day um, during COVID, mm. we had, you know, we had a, a person that in the height of COVID yeah. uh, rang up and said, oh, I'd like to return 150 one litre sanitizers. Um, 150 bulk pack toilet papers. So this person had a team of people raping all the stores. And then once they got all of the product, then the Australian government then closed down his eBay account and then put in a mandate that said, we're stopping the sale of oh. um, essential items overseas. So he was doing that to send the products overseas. So then oh. it got shut down. He rings me up. And says, I want to return these goods. And I'm yeah. like, 
And I'd no. been doing, so I'd been in the stores dealing with like old ladies, a lot of stuff. you know, not being able to get toilet paper at zero. Yeah. And I was dealing toilet paper out of the back of my car. Yep. And I was full drug lord. A full, full toilet paper drug lord, like Pablo Escobar. Yeah. He would have been proud. <laughs> and, and I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Here we are with all these people like in the distress and the uncertain times and, you know, my whole team trying to navigate through COVID and this guy rings up and I, I, I thought about it. I was like, no. Nah. And so we were filming a retail rap, which is probably what got us a little bit famous. Like for, yeah. it was. A, it, I reckon it, I've seen that, hey. Yeah, you, you <laughs> would have seen it. Yeah. So I said a whole lot of F this, F you. F. I was angry, I was tired and the team then narrowed it down to that and then... It was the last minute of a seven-minute segment and then about two weeks later, one of the radio stations picked up that and then in the morning I got a text from a mate, going to have a big day and I'm like, fucking hell, my eyes are blurry, I can hardly read with my phone is and I just thought, oh yeah, it's nothing and then <laughs> bang, the phone did not yeah. stop. We had 52 radio interviews in two weeks. Yeah. yeah, we had stuff in Prague. I was on the, you know, every show, Sunrise, we were on uh, the Murray show, which was pretty cool. And, you know, all these shows, and, and it was the number one news story for That's two weeks running in the middle sick. of COVID yeah. because we said, fuck you. Yeah. It's not acceptable yeah. to take all this product from my customers mm. and, and I'm going to tell you to fuck off. And we didn't say anything, but we did that. So that's why my fingers. Very <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's very that's crazy. So that really put us on the map about, yeah. hey, and we couldn't have done that. Mm. It was a team if it wasn't for being authentic in what yeah. we do because we had to stand by that. Yeah, I cop criticism. I had people saying that guy's not good enough to run a supermarket. Yeah. He should be sacked. And then people go, uh, have you checked out who he is? Have you seen his name? I yeah. think he's not going to get sacked. Yes, I think he like owns the joint. The old man does. But we, we stood a, a line and sat by it. And that's yeah. been very true to yourself. And mm. from speaking from, from you, you're definitely doing that. And that, yeah. that's a tough part to, to, to negotiate. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think lies for the future? Like you've had a good couple of years. It's probably it's not long. Far out. It's, it's a good been fourteen months or something. So a good a, a year of running with uh, amazing sort of money coming in for mm. a young person, and that's so cool. Like congratulations. I'm <laughs> I love seeing people. First of all, love what they do, and yeah. second of all, being lucky enough to enjoy it as well. Yeah. So congratulations to you. Oh, but thank you. What's next? Like you know when you're. I was going to say when your breasts sag or something. Like <laughs> that. It's such a painful comment, but you know what? You know when the looks are gone, or you know, you're, yeah. you're, to me, you're thinking ahead. So yeah. what? What? What is ahead? Um, I feel like you know, I feel like social media. It could have like we could, you know, it could all be dropped one day. You never know. It could be the next day. You know, I could be cancelled tomorrow. Yeah, and that's the worst thing about having a public figure is. Your persona is so important and um, being cancelled is so easily accessible to people and it's like that could happen anytime. So it's like taking that in perspective. So I just think as any, you know, 19-year-old would, it's like any tangible sort of items like real estate, houses and property, that's where money will always lie. So I've got property in Queensland and I just bought a house in Portland longer. So I'm just going to... Focus on that. And oh, were like, you the you know, bitch that took the place that she wanted? <laughs> Important on yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I would say the address, but that's probably not a good idea. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, that's so, so funny. You, you seem to be thinking ahead. Who's yeah. advising on this shit? Me. Who's advising me? 
yeah. is advising it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no support net. I don't have a support network. Like I couldn't – I'm not close to my family at all. So it's like I'm learning from mistakes and it's like I've got a good accountant. He's amazing. But um, I'm just – yeah, I feel like ha- learning, like going through challenges and going through crap and losing money, losing friends and y- losing family, it's kind of just put me in a position where I'm like so comfortable being by myself and having only being, you know, self-absorbed and only having myself that I just, I I have to make the decisions. And, you know, if I make the wrong one, I just have to make the right one next time. So diversifying, mm. no doubt about it, that, you know, that that's clear. I, I think that's a strategy that works. You know, have some shares and have some property, have yeah. some businesses, have some startup businesses that you hope take off. Yeah. Um, to me, that's that's a successful way of yeah. looking forward. Some people think that you should put all your eggs in one basket and go for it. Mm. But you're clearly trying to diversify in what you're doing. Yeah. So what do you, you know, how do, how do you make a call about buying a property or like, are you looking to, because I, I noticed that you're thinking of going to move to LA, like everyone seems to want to go do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> and you're not even 21. Then. How old are you? 19. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you'd be, you're, like, yeah, I just got a fake ID. Yeah, 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 yeah. They won't know who I am. <laughs> um, but, you know, everyone wants to do that. Yeah. And and now I've grown up thinking a lot of my mates didn't have left South Australia because mm-hmm. we couldn't pay enough here in the eastern seaboard, paid yeah. more money and stuff like that. And I, and I think SA has really turned around. I feel like it's – I hate that people go, you know, Adelaide's so shit. And it's like because people leave Adelaide and they go somewhere else, it's like I kind of want to bring, you know, make Adelaide – Want to make people want to come to Adelaide instead of Gold Coast and Melbourne? Like we have, we have a lot. We have wineries. We have the best beaches. Oh, we have food. Yeah, best at, food by a long we shot. We have a fe- we're a festival state. We have festivals weekly. Like we we're a good state, and it's the people that are leaving and going to you know Gold Coast. And like I've been everywhere in Australia. I haven't been overseas yet, but um, <laughs> I know I haven't been in overseas. I only just got my passport. Wow. Yeah. Wow, cool. You got so much more to look forward to. But yeah, I noticed you did want to go to LA. I did. Why LA? Oh, to meet Logan Paul. Oh yeah, Logan Paul and Charlie Dixon's coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll take I'll take first date over there. Um <laughs> no, I am so I'm a part of the Playboy Mansion. So when they emailed me, it was so weird because they reshared my um pics from like 2018 when I was like skating and surfing. Like um Playboy magazine Australia and um they must have just been following my content for like a couple of months and they just emailed me to be in a, a selection process for their Playmate house. And I went through it and it was about two, three days of interviewing, FaceTime, all of this, and then got through and now, um, yeah, play my part of the Playboy centerfold because it's like an app now. Let me show you. Um, I, uh, what? So, hang on. Can you not buy yeah. a Playmate so it's like a, So it's like you have to get, yeah. So how much am I paying for this subscription? It's the same as OnlyFans. So okay. It's like, um, and then yeah, you just have, yeah. And it's um, just for like, people that can't see it, there's it's just like, it's like they a, look classy like t- photos. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> on shit. But I'll go to um, I'll go to America um, <laughs> to be. I have I'm gonna go over there. I think January for a boot camp for Playboy, which would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, what happens at the Playboy boot camp? All right, no, your bra's too big. Yeah, gotta get gotta smaller. Sh- Come I'm on, get yet those. To find out. Get I'm those puppies up. Come on, no eating for you. <laughs> like, what the fuck the, happens at these camps? Oh, uh, it's. I'm not sure, but because I'm think I'm one of the uh, the youngest. Um, Competitor there, not competitor. Um, person. I like this. Mate. This is now 
a competition. There, yeah, well, now it's a competition. Um, so <laughs> I have a lot of more paperwork I have to do because I'm not 21. So I'm guessing a lot of stuff involves, you know, hosting and having alcohol and stuff. I think I'm not. I'm oh. not sure. It's like it's a full like it's like a full thing after sign. There's a lot of so like. Have you seen the Playboy? Uh, doco. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> it's pretty. It's like, different yeah, now. I'm telling I'm you, I'm a bit horrified. I, yeah, you know, when things come out and someone's dead, yeah, they sort of can't defend themselves. I just feel like it's back in 50 years ago. No, it was every, a lot different. Everything's different. It was literally probably the classiest escorting place in the world. That's what it was. Yeah, and I feel like anything now, like it's just, it's more like, it's more like modeling. If anything, it's like the top tier sexualized modeling it's like victoria's secret but like sexualized in a way and it's not like it's not escorting and people could think of it like that but it's like the people that are thinking of it like that is what they grew up with that's what they like they've seen the playboy mansion and you know the girl next door and all of that stuff like that it's the different mindset and i feel like it's definitely developed since then so have we become so woke that we can't have a victoria's secret um parade anymore no, we do have a Victoria's Secret parade. No, it's stopped. It's stopped. No, it's, it's stopped. Stopped. It's stopped. It's stopped. It, I don't even know. Yeah. What? So there's no more angels. <clears throat> I'll create my, my own. I'll Another frightening documentary to watch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, wow. uh, is it is it to a stage because that um, objectifies women? I'm a bit out of my league here. I, um, yeah. So that objective, so that's what people are saying. But for me, you actually want that. I feel like it's not our, objectified, yeah. but you actually, you I know, I feel like a generation have become soft. It's like where our generation is in. My generation. You. My generation as born soft. in born in like what year? Just human. Two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I went to my first rave in two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, Joey Beltram, oh, I love it. So, so you're saying that? I'm saying that because it's like um, with all everything going on, like all the you know LGBTQ and all that, all of that. Um, People have become like it's more. It's so offensive, and it's like we as like I don't really even know like the terms and stuff people use, and people have become so, you know, um, like emotional, and it's like they have more of a oh, I'm not the word I'm trying to say, but we don't have an understanding of it, and I feel like it's just this generation now, like my generation, that are becoming more aware of that, and the especially the sex industry as well. So, I. You know, I think I'm I'm one of the guys that I definitely watched the Victoria's Secret pageant or the, the you know yeah. what they did was amazing. Yeah. Like it was it was a show, right? Yeah. It was a spectacle, and you know, I guess someone short probably couldn't be successful in that show. That's just how it went. You had to be a certain, <laughs> you had to have a certain length of yeah. legs, and but I, I don't that that now is seen to be oh that's not cool where they've actually yeah. stopped it enough. And now you got Rihanna's. Rihanna's taken over, and I think she's got something called the Fenty Show. Yeah, and that's all made body shapes and whatever. Yeah. and I'm fine with that. that I'm, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, but I guess it all comes down to what people are watching. And it's like what yeah. people, what people. I think it's good that stuff like that is happening because it's like I think people, especially because social media has become so um, accessible to the younger generation. It's like 11 year olds and 10 year olds have TikTok and stuff that it's like they're, they're seeing stuff like that now. And like to normalize, like 
to not characterize the perfect body or the perfect person or what someone should look like is like so good. Like I feel like that's probably the best thing about why shows like that have stopped because it's people like Rihanna and that that are creating that diversity that it's okay to be whatever you perceive yourself as. And especially because, yeah, like I said, 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds, like they have – I've had I have 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds come up to me at the shops knowing me and like – that's, I was on my dad's uh, OnlyFans page. <laughs> no, I, no, no kidding. I reckon a week ago I had a daughter and a son come up to me and they're all at Sushi Chain and the dad was out there and they're like, oh, my, my dad knows you and we're coming to get a photo with you. I'm like, this is so awkward. <laughs> oh, that's dad's <laughs> he was a dilf though. He was yeah. a dilf. He was a dilf. <laughs> I do like a dad I'd like to fuck yeah. that's fucking that's a good term. I don't think I've heard that. A, da- a dilf and a milf. Oh, yeah, I know the milf though. I know that one. So... <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm a DILF, I'm a DILF, I'm a DILF. So I, I understand, like, it should be any body types and whatnot. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I, and I, I totally get that. But, you know, the Victoria's Secret um, came on a bit of fire because it had to be this. And, yeah. and, and then the girls sort of got together about how tough it was as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I drink water for, like, a week leading up yeah. to the event. And, yeah. But is that not the same as any model in this day and age? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's a tough question because uh, it's something it's, that the body imaging yeah. uh, is a tough – and I, I look at – I've got two daughters and they're both they're both like little rock stars. They're yeah. cheer girls. Yeah. Their core body strength is ridiculous. Yeah. And I think, fuck, you know, the other day my daughter turned around and she goes, oh, Dad, do I look fat in this? And I was like – Yeah, fuck. What the fuck? I said, who <laughs> the, the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you fucking with, bitch? Natalie, get out of here. Are you talking about what I look? Because my wife always, what do I look like? And, I, and I'm like, who? where the fuck does this come oh. from? And she said at school. And I said, that's ridiculous. That's You're crazy. fucking beautiful yeah. no matter how I, you look. Even my generation, even the younger generation, and I'm not even, I'm 19. I feel like people younger than me look literally 20. I feel like 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Well, it's like even me, some people are like, I don't even look 19. It's like that just amazes me that – and I feel like that's just the development from media and from everything in the past decade has like transformed and like made people mature and grow quicker than they should. <sighs> Everyone's growing quicker than they should. Mm, and and there's the, – you know, I, I think – there's a lot to be saying to that. The media that's coming up and, yeah. and everything that we see, you, you know, I, I don't think you have to be Einstein to figure out that things like Netflix mm. that produce amazing content and Amazon Prime yeah. that produce amazing content. I, I look at that and I think, okay, this puts some minority fields on the market. Yeah. And I'll say it for Formula One, yeah. Drive to Survive on Netflix yeah. has changed the way specifically females look at Formula One. Yeah. And I look at that and what other shows they do it with. They'd have a cheer show that now because my girls do cheer, I'm watching <laughs> a cheer show. And now I follow <laughs> no, Gab- you're watching your I follow now. follow Gabrielle Butler and like she's a, I look at that, I think, fuck, that's amazing. And yeah. we're lucky that we're involved we're we're in a time and place where you can watch something of quality content. Yeah. And, and learn from it. And learn and ed- from it. And educate yourself. A hundred percent. Educate yourself because I think I'm a pretty open, Yeah, I'm a pretty open book and I don't think I would sit there and, and coming into speaking to you, yeah. if someone wants to sell nudes themselves, fine. If someone wants to sleep with people and, and have sex and, and make money from that for a living, yeah. I'm fine because yeah. as long as they're not forced yeah. or coerced. And it's consensual. 
And the yeah. thing is with how OnlyFans is different and, like, people, like, have no right to be like, you know, you're a slut, you're a hoe, you do OnlyFans. It's like what I'm doing is not illegal at the end of the day. OnlyFans does, in writing does not say it is illegal anywhere in the world. So it's yeah. like you cannot perceive. And it's like what I said, it's all online. So it's like... And it, whatever, you know, you could be a tradie, you could do anything, and it's like you could be – I could stereotype a tradie, I could stereotype Any. a brain surgeon, you could stereotype anything. Uh. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's how you perceive yourself is how everyone will, like, will, will receive you as. And it's like, um, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah you, you seem very switched on, on on that, and I think if you continue yeah. on that vein yeah. and it's you are vain, you are self-centred because yeah. – you know, gotta be. I, I we we have this conversation about Drakes all the time. It's like my my dad put the business first before mm. family. My general yeah. manager, who's my boss, he puts the business before his family. Yeah. But there seems to be a line that we're like, well, I'm lucky enough that I always put my family before the business, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you can see it now. The whole world has changed. Mm. Gone from doing a hundred hours a week just to grow to the top. Mm. Now it's 45 hours a week or whatever yeah. and y- you you get that day back yeah. from your time. Yeah. When you're you, – you actually work from home. Um, when you actually get that and make a living from it, it must be difficult to find the motivation. What motivation yeah. do you find oh, from like it? Oh, like being horny all the time. <laughs> it is – yeah, no, it is – it, it's it's. <laughs> yeah. I have that problem all the time. I bet. I, I bet. I totally don't. But you know, you you're gonna wake up some days and you go, ah, I can't be fucked yeah. doing this. I'm sure or not. Um, you can be. But I I love it, and it's like it's like any job. Honestly, if you do not, if you wake up and you do not like your job, change your job. You have there are a million trillion jobs in the world, and it's so easy to go get one. And, like, what I said, if you don't enjoy it, if I woke up and I was like, you know, I can't be fucked doing this today, it's like I'm in the wrong industry, I shouldn't be doing this. But I never wake up and I do that because I enjoy what I do. And it is it is work, but it's, it's in, like I said, it's enjoyable. Are you are you taking my rule book out here? Because I like <laughs> it. it made me think about the amount of people that um, have lots of lovely followers. I also mm. get a few that aren't so lovely, yeah. uh, a.k.a. keyboard warrior. Yeah. Now, these are the people that when you try to reach out to them and actually talk with them, they turn around and, like, won't talk. Mm. But they're quite happy to sit there and and yeah. send a message. So how, how do you actually deal with your keyboard warriors? And I dare say you would get quite a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I feel like... Or even better, give us your latest example of a keyboard warrior. Latest example... Um, I got a, I'll give you one in person, then one on, oh, the keyboard warrior. So in, in online. I love how yeah. you get in person. That's rock star. So That's I, a lot of, I it's actually, alcohol and alcohol and women do not mix. So I, ha, do you watch um, Yellowstone? No. Oh, there's a fucking massive incident where this chick goes, oh, I'm married and, and, oh. um, and, and he goes, yeah, my wife's there and she's looking at him and she comes over and she goes, oh, I'm going to go fuck your husband. And then she just glasses her. Oh, <laughs> just she, usual. She's a psychopath. Yeah. But I, I think to myself, when I'm out in public, 
I'm very cautious when I'm in the northern suburbs because they seem to be where my magicians are. Yeah. Um, but it's really positive. Yeah, uh, and that's I, good. And I actually haven't had people really sit there and stick it to me because I know I can't please everyone. Yeah. And, and we as a team, yeah. we don't try to please everyone yeah. because you well, just can't. You're standing for what you agree and it's like everyone has different perspectives. So it's like they're going to have an opinion no matter if it's right or wrong. And I feel like that's just how you've got to got to look at it as like you – my industry is so controversial that it's like the more hate I get, the more you'll realise that you are making it further and further up the table because it's like that's just how it's going to be. And then because people will always be jealous if you're more successful, if you have more money or if you have, you know, more guys things. that they want. Yeah, more stuff that they want. And it's like my whole industry is about that luxury lifestyle and having, you know, the what well, it's all about, you know, people subscribing and people wanting to see you. So it's oh, I'm always going to have that hate. But the way I look at it as it, um, the, you just got to look at it as hate and that's just that. You can't change it. You can't, you know, um, get them to understand you because that's just how jealousy works. But you just can't let it really affect you. And, yeah, it just kind of reflects what goes on in their life because they literally only know you from a – from a cover like they don't know anything about you they just look at you like you have a rolex you got this you got that and they just judge you from that so you just got to look at it as like for them to say something so meaningful i mean so hurtful and crap about you it's like you're some fucked up shit must be going on in your life to reflect that behavior and you have to you have to be very strong-minded and not let shit like that affect you because you will not get anywhere and you won't get far in that industry if you don't cop the hate and learn how to you know, learn from that and not retaliate is the biggest thing. Yeah, do you do you listen to Gary Vee at all? Have you heard of Gary Vee? Yeah, v? I have. I haven't listened. I've heard of him, yeah. yeah. So for me, one of the things that he's truly – that hammers home on is, you know, do what you do and don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks. Yeah. And when I, I've listened to – you had a podcast with a couple of your mates yeah, that yeah. I listened to. Yeah. Um, was that the Lemon Lime Bitters guys? <laughs> uh, what's their podcast? A Shouting like? Around podcast, yeah. They're, they're lads, Shouting Around. Yeah, Shouting yeah. Around. And and I, I listened to that. And one thing that came out of that, which for me, I was like, you know, you really do take on what people are saying to you. And I, my when I heard that, I was like, oh, you got to learn to just like not give a fuck. I'm going what I'm doing. But yeah. after speaking to you, you actually, you actually do that. So. Yeah. Oh, you have to because it's like especially, like I said, the industry is so controversial. It's like you're not there. You're there to please people that – People subscribe to see you, so you're there to please them. And it's like the people that are giving you hate and reporting your accounts, you can't, you've got to learn not to give a fuck about them because they, at the end they can't determine shit going on in your life. And if you listen to them, you're going to end up in a deep, dark hole and you're not going to get anywhere. And it's like that's where I don't want to be. So it's like the more hate I get, I kind of just look at it as a good thing because it kind of like fuels you up. And it's like, you know what, fuck, I must be must be really getting around, you know, word going around that it's it's popping off if people are saying this much crap. <laughs> popping off? Like, um, seriously, that's not a term that I've <laughs> Popping <to>. off? <laughs> that's like, you know, doing well. you got to say relevant. That's the thing as well. Any publicity is good publicity. And even though that's controversial in itself, it's like – yeah, like I said, um, you, I have to stay relevant even if it's good or bad. Someone could be like, you know, did you see Tilda's sex tape, blah, 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 this is shit, look how crap she looked. But someone, whoever they're talking to, someone out of that might be like, oh, my God, wait, she has OnlyFans, let's subscribe. So it's like I'm making money even being relevant if it's negative. <laughs> so how do you look bad in a sex tape? <laughs> oh, and what do you call? still call it a fucking tape? It doesn't go on a tape. I mean, I can show you tapes. 
It's and um, they're definitely sexy, they're full of driving. Scene. They're not. They're not. Full of, <laughs> they're, they're actually not full of anything other than driving through the hills. But I, I, what do you call it? It's it, not. Do you call it tape? Yeah, sex tape. Even it's though like, it's not a tape, it's like a video. It just sounds hot. Like it sounds like a movie. I can't be like, here's my sex scene, or like, it just sounds hot. You just gotta, you gotta elaborate it, and you gotta seduce the readers. You know. Here's my Charlie Dixon sex tape. Is that what you think would be hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Mind blown. <laughs> okay, so when I, I sit there and and we talk about sex tapes, we talk about the keyboard warriors, they're everywhere. And and I think the you know, I've come from an industry that needs to please every customer. And mm. you know, in, in our philosophy, Dad's got rule number one, customer's always right. Yeah. Rule number two, uh, if the customer's wrong, refer to rule number one. Yeah. Now I understand the philosophy, but during COVID, we made a bit of a change to how this is. We, When yeah. someone abused one of our team members, we yeah. stood on the front line. We got known for actually sticking yeah. up for our team saying, if you abuse one of my team, fuck you. Yeah. You don't deserve to be treated as the number one customer. Yeah, exactly. So you treat each one of your subscribers as a number one customer? Um, Do you get any people like say things to you like, oh, your fucking ass is big, you're Fucking need bigger breasts. Oh, all your, the time. Your nose yeah. is too big. Oh, your hair's too long. Yeah. Do you get people? Yeah, all the time, and in person and online on all platforms: Twitter, Snapchat, OnlyFans. Like people will critique you, critique you, no matter what you do. If you're in the public eye, because people always have a reason to hate because they're, you know, it comes down to jealousy. And I feel like people will always do that because you're in the public eye. Like, it's like any celebrity. I've probably said some stuff about celebrities that I've seen before, but it's like you can't you can't let that affect you, like I said, because it will just, you know, determine where where else you'll end up. But, um... How, like, does it affect you? It does. As sad <laughs> shit as this sounds, but, like, nothing will ever be what my, what my fam... What I had to deal with with my family and not having them at all through fucking anything, through uni, through court cases, through anything. I had nothing. And I feel like someone could be like, you know, you should get bigger tits, pay for tits. It's like that will not... That doesn't mean shit to me, like, compared to that. And I'm kind of glad scenarios like that with my family has happened because now I'm like a fucking... I'm like a brick wall. Like, you can say something to me and it will just, like, yeah. rebound off. And I'm grateful for it and it's, it's sad and positive because it's like, you know, I'm a lot more mature now to deal with crap like that and it's just easier to deal with keyboard warriors like they don't really mean anything to me and it feel like um you have to go through that challenge to be in the industry I am because otherwise you won't be popular or you won't you know you won't want to do you won't want to be horny and film sex tapes and shit because you feel shit about yourself yeah and it might it takes a lot of courage as well yeah to you're putting like, it out uh, there uh, like it's yeah, like I know you are putting it out there and yeah. yeah it takes a lot of courage to do that so I'll give you 100% kudos for doing that yeah having lots of money at a young age and, you know, you've actually, you're talking seven figures for a yearly income and for a, for a, um, 20, under 20 year, under 21 year old, let's stick with yeah. an American age. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, Congratulations. It's, Very oh, well you. done. So fucking happy for you. Yeah. That comes with a lot of complications. Yeah. What do you think's the biggest complication about that? I personally reckon would probably be dealing with people in power, dealing with dealing with people that have a higher authority than you, like lecturers or like police officers or anyone 
in slight. Well, do, do yeah. the police officer have a higher power? Well, like uh, someone that has a slight, like you know, like high, higher sort oh, of sorry. higher <laughs> higher authority. You're very, very looked down on. Like they characterise you, like how we we're talking about those three categories of being in the um being an escort, OnlyFans, or porn star. They characterise you like you're the bottom, like you're selling yourself. And I think that's the number one thing that it's like it's very hard to do with, like especially parents and. You know, like imagine if I have a partner, how I'm going to talk to their parents, like me, them telling them that I'm, it's a lot, it's a lot to do with, but I feel like me learning from my family and what right and wrong and how to explain it has made me more, like it's more knowledgeable than it is um, challenging at the, at this point in time. Or it would be, yeah, like friend, getting friends and like partners and stuff is more difficult because it's like, like I said, it's kind of like they look at you as like an ATM and it's shit because it's like I'm 19. It's not like, you know, it's just it's it's full on and finding like the real people, like not being like no one's going to trusting people and like, yeah, just trusting anyone really after all the crap I've dealt with. I think finding people that are not after something from you. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not. That's yeah, hard. It is. And it's especially being so young and, like, in Adelaide. It's not like I'm in LA and there's millions of people. It's like everyone in Adelaide knows that, knows what well, hey, I do. Just don't take this the wrong way. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I, I've learnt so much yeah. over the last few weeks. Oh, bless. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. This like, is, what um, is OnlyFans? Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. I was mm. like. Wow, I've learned a lot. Yeah. And I think it's extremely hard to find people that are with you that aren't after something. Yeah. And I'm speaking on my own behalf yeah. that you get lots of people that are talking to you for the wrong reason. Yeah. You would get that all the time. I, and yeah, I, you know, 100%. I understand my looks. Uh, I understand people want to really hang out with me. Of course. I get it. But yeah. I, I, I think you'd get it twofold. And being a lot younger, I, yeah. I've, my, Younger days were partying pretty hard, yeah. harder than anyone I knew. So I look at that and people go, do you regret that? And I'm like, no. That, that, <laughs> do it again. That actually formed who I am today. And, and it gives yeah. me a lot, a much level-headed yeah. way to deal with every walk of life from people yeah. with extreme amounts of money to yeah. people with nothing at all. Yeah. And uh, I think it's given me that level-headedness. So I yeah. don't take the way. So Kudos to you. It's yeah. going to be very, very, oh. very difficult for you to actually sit there and take on board and move forward. Yeah. So, oh, it's definitely like it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, having those challenges though, like what you said. Even though I haven't, you know, you've probably you got way more experience than I do. I've only got this one year, really. But even the challenges yeah. I've had, it's like you know, um, I'm not relying on partying like you know every other nineteen year old. I feel like I've you know, age like 10, 15 years and like just that six months having money and having the friends I was with and having my, like that, my family around me at that point was like, yeah, maturity just went whoop through the roof. <laughs> yeah. It's such a big learning curve. So yeah. uh, you got a lot, you got, got a lot, lot to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, like you got a lot more to go. So, do your friends, like, see you as famous? I don't even see myself as famous. I don't consider myself famous. I um, I just sell nudes. I sell nudes and I do TikTok. It's not like, I, I nah, I seriously don't consider myself famous. I think I'm just in Adelaide and it's just like a lot of people know me. Like I know of 
of me. That's how I that's how I look at it as. And my friends, my friends don't really see it as that. They I every time someone comes up to me, it's still like what I said, like the first time someone comes up to me it's and good. I'm like, it's cool. This is so sick. No. Um, and I always say to my friends, as soon as you you know I start becoming a bitch towards people, you have to pull my head in because that's one thing I really don't ever want to be. It's like becoming like more known and, and famous that like I become way too self-absorbed I just like you know start being a cunt to people and not want to chat to them yeah because that's what I fear of and I feel like people yeah the, the latest Gary V just put out a, a piece with Shaq yeah and yeah, yeah. I think I'm flexing here I, I was at Super Bowl we went out late and we're in the foyer and fucking Shaq Shaq fucking walks in and oh I was like whoa oh that's my. fucking Shaq and he is he's he's huge Huge, and his girlfriend is like four foot. Aww. So he walks in. I'm like, "Fuck that shit!" And I go, "No, you can't go up to him." Fuck that! I'm from Australia. Super Bowl. Yeah, I ran over, and it was like it was about two in the morning. I ran over. I said, "Dude," and his binder said, "No, no, no." I said, "Dude, I'm from a fucking Australia." And he turned around and goes, "From Australia?" And he turned around, and I got a photo with him in the elevator, and his head is ducked down from the elevator. Oh my god, that's and 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 and. Gary V was talking to him and he mm. said, you know what my parents said? Like, you know, does that person in the crowd, do they want to, do they know Shaq has been arrogant? And, you know, and he's like, no. And then in the end he goes, my number one point is that I need to be humble. Yeah. And I've been humble my whole life. And yeah. That's, he yeah. says a lot more deep voice than <laughs> me. But, but nice and deep. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's exactly, my old man says the same thing, to yeah. be humble. Yeah. Uh, and that's so true, and it's really hard in this generation to have all these things and be very fortunate yeah. to come across as humble because yeah. I've got a... Oh, it's the biggest compliment, isn't it? Especially someone that has only seen my senior fasona or, like, senior fasona and then meeting you and then for them to be like, you know what, you're so humble and, like, um, nice. It's like that beats any compliment anyone could say because that, that's when you're like, shit, yeah. We're doing well. We're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, um, you know, we, we sit there and we see OnlyFans and some people, well, I didn't realise this until I started doing the research. Um, they think OnlyFans are porn, you know, they just, they're sluts, they're whores, they, they're just chasing the attention. Mm. I, I think you've explained that to be not the case, yeah. but what, what do you say to people that actually just look at it in a very narrow-minded view? I feel like that's, like, anything. You can look at anything and be narrow-minded. And it's just, like, people like that, clearly, you know, they don't have their, their – yeah, people just – everyone should be open-minded about anything. Like, like when I worked in Drake's, I learned one thing of being in checkout is, like, you have to be nice to anyone because you do not know who walks in. Like, it could be, you know, the prince's cousin of Buckingham Palace. You never know. And the amount of people I met, like, I met – my lecturer that um, taught me when I was doing nursing, it's like you never know who you're going to meet. So it's like having that open-minded and being, being um, you know, nice to anyone because you don't know what, you know, position they're in in their life is a game-changer. And I feel like people that look at OnlyFans and have that narrow-mindedness are dumb because, honestly, you could be making billions if you found an OnlyFans girl and you did content with her. I feel like people don't know that the industry is so much bigger than people think and then for them to look at it, like it's a, you know, you're just selling yourself and you're a hoe and it's like every girl and guy has, everyone does, everyone sells nudes and I'm just making millions off of it and then for no, some No, I don't sell nudes, fuck. Hey, not it, yet. 
No, oh. sell nudes, not sell them. Oh, oh okay. Like, oh, fuck, fuck, I'm not making money from selling nudes. No, no, did I say it, that? I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. But, um, yeah, I feel <laughs> that like... That gets a dick pinch. Guess what the fuck have you just sent me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's probably a, too much information. It's, <laughs> it's the different generation. But um, you should be open-minded with everything, hey? No. And I I do I do agree with you on that. Yeah. The outfits you wear. Now, after doing my research mm-hmm. um, with you, I've noticed that there's lots of outfits. And, you know, I've got – I wear a white shirt. I wear black pants. People jokingly comment about, geez, I'd love to see this guy's wardrobe. And trust me, it's white shirts, black Zebra pants. stuff. <laughs> it's, it's quite amazing. Um. How about you? You're wearing all sorts of outfits. We've got mm. we've got a girl that works for us, D, and she does lots of cosplay. She's I love that, yeah, yeah, she's fucking awesome at Wavel. I'm yeah. calling out D. Um and I I sit there and I go, Okay, you must have a lot of outfits. A bit yeah. hard, it's a bit difficult because she works for us. You don't. But I looked at your – you've got a fucking million outfits. Yeah. So this wardrobe, it must be an obsession. Yeah, we have two rooms for my <laughs> clothes and my shoes. I'm a massive – what happened was I hit I hit the gamer marker doing Twitch and then I hit the sneaker marker. Hang on, what games do you play? We haven't even talked about games. Two, I, only, I really play 2K. I'm a bit of a theme for like 2K, 2K22 and 20. When was I, the last time you played a game? I reckon actually what, Twitch would be oh, so last year. I haven't done – I was more like – I play my own time. I didn't do it on Twitch. I just was in the pool and just chatted on Twitch <laughs> with my tits out. <laughs> <coughs> Matt, Matt, I need to get Matt, to we c- should do this. Yeah. She's educating me. I'm educating. Be on, be on my Twitch stream. Uh, done. Those guys <laughs> won't let me do Twitch. But I, I, I got an Oculus headset. That's how I do my workouts in the morning. Oh. Have you done Oculus? Have you done VR porn? I haven't done VR porn. No, that's, so I've got some mates and I'm not going to name them. <laughs> that sounds so dodgy. <laughs> nah, I won't. But I, they, you put on the headset and so it's VR, it's Oculus. Does so it work? A hundred percent. And they tell me, they, they tell me that if you pay a bit of a subscription, the graphics get better. Huh. I almost bought my Oculus in so you could experience this. Oh, my God, you so should have. Fuck. I knew it. I that would have been sick. I fucking knew it. But you can go in and move around and be involved with other parties. That's sick. Yeah. I'm try that. That's fun. Yeah. I'd, it's definitely, look. Different. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, you know, if my wife comes down, I'm doing this, this, this. I'm not doing this, this, this. So it's yeah. a little bit different. Oh. <laughs> <Down>. <laughs> no, too much. Uh, I can tell these guys. So, but the, the, the boys, you know, they've ordered some sex dolls and stuff like that. But you know, that's up to them. But yeah. it's it's a very I- immersive. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, have you thought be. about that? I haven't. I think because I hit the hit. Yeah, I think I'm just starting to get into the that sort of gaming industry. <laughs> um, I actually, I'm gonna getting an M- NFT made of me. Which is like something I'm just starting to get into is all of that sort of raging, and I probably after that will probably be something like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty full on. It's um, look, I'm. It's a market. I know people itself. that know people. 
that uh, can help you out with that. But yeah. but it, it's pretty interesting. Mm, it is. Have you seen how good the sex dolls are? Yeah, I've been like no, like how they can talk and how you can communicate. Like on the VR or actually in person? In person. Yeah, I went to a sex expo in Melbourne. Okay, yeah, they yeah. have them there. Yeah, yeah I was and like forty grand. Yeah, yeah, I was like interchangeable stuff. It's pretty intense now, isn't it? I'm like. Well, you don't need to leave home. <laughs> and Margot Robbie can be right there in front of me. <laughs> that would slap. What's that mean? Slap. Oh, you were getting the. So, um, what was the other one oh I was my saying? God, slap I'm and. <laughs> and popping, popping, popping. It's just like, it's so good. It's like that slap. Like, you know, these pods are slapping. Like, this. this okay. Slapping. See, this is. I like this. Uh, that's what I like about it. Um, I learned so much. Um, yeah, the sex doll. It probably cheaper than my wife. <laughs> what? Forty. So they're like forty grand. I yeah, forty grand, and you can design them however you want. Um, wow. They do talk. They talk, and they learn too. So you can take them out but to dinner. Scares? Nah, that fucking like weird. hold this thing. It's made of silicon. You pop it on the chair, and you can have a. Con- nah, see. Like, have you seen? No, no. Have I you seen that? That's a bit intense. No, I'll show you. Vice have done it. Or, or, like, it's it's crazy. You've done it? No. Now, that's the part that... <laughs> now, that's the part we won't put on here. <laughs> no, I haven't. But the boys, I show the video, that's a bit freaky, but they're like, oh, how do you how do you order them? Who? These sex dolls. How do you order them? Do, is it yeah, you buy them online, yeah. It's like a Tesla. <laughs> oh, my, my wife is going to kill me after that comment, yeah. But um, how do you... Um, yeah, I... Yeah, the... So, that you... Okay, just to anyone's listening, there's a whole segment on there, so I've been told. So mm. I've been told, but uh-huh. these sex dolls. Oh, yeah, you're like very in on it, aren't you? No, it's cra- they're crazy. I didn't know they were like... Flip. Because I, I keep thinking, how do you look forward? Does someone go, oh, you know what, that's not that bad. It's got, you know, I've got different vaginas. And Are you thinking I create a sex doll? Like a sex doll Maybe me. you could create a sex I hadn't thought of that. That'd be cool. I could do that. Go whip that one up. That guy, the, these guys are making them and they're handmade. They're, they're yeah. designed to order. So if you want like uh, Russian chick, yeah. uh, 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 if you want an Asian chick, if you wanted the different style, like yeah. you design it. That's actually and it so get, good. It, well, it's like on OnlyFans, I, I've sold heaps of my underwear and like you can sell. You have an underwear? Yeah, you can resell it. I sell it for a grand. A pair of underwear, used underwear. You can no like actually my underwear. So this is you're not selling. So hang on, this is your underwear. My underwear, yeah. And it's like that, and also I've done like, um, what was it? There's heaps of stuff. I've done heaps of my toys and everything. You can sell like you do it as a bidding thing, and they bid it. It's like that's like a full another market you hit. Yeah, use I could it could be like a used hairbrush. Like people are weird. People love that shit. It's like, like, do you clean it? Oh, it's usually clean. <laughs> Apart from the underwear, because I'm like, oh, they painted grand fuse underwear. It kind of has to have coming. <laughs> oh my god, oh, this yeah. is just absurd. <laughs> okay, um, I've got heaps of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You should do it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I can help. So, so, <clears throat> wow. Okay. I'm, fuck. 
What else? I've sold, because I've had a few <laughs> phones, I sold a phone for like 11 grand and I it was a bidding cost and all I did was remove it, deleted all content, had it checked full time, so make sure no one gets my shit back. And um, it just had a video and a few un- like unseen yeah. images on there. And then someone brought it for 11 grand. Mm. Fucking good on you. Like I I'd just say it was you. I've got heaps of stuff on my phone. You could sell sh- your stuff. I bet there would be people that would be like, I would love his tie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is getting out of control. So I, I got a mate. Now, this is where you get to the sense of seriousness. He's mm. got a channel, zero to 60. Right? It's a channel? A, yeah, a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a pretty straight-cut guy, really nice guy. Yeah. Andrew, like, an unbelievably hot girlfriend. Like, I, I don't know how he's done it. You know what? Neither does he, to be honest. So oh, that he's got her. Y- yeah, she's smoking hot. <laughs> yeah, like smoking hot. And I'm like, so the cops came and raided his house wow. because what he does, he films um, zero to sixty. So yeah. it could be in uh, different cars. Yeah. Uh, but then the cops came. Five federal police came mm. and raided his house. Took all of his content. So you could imagine if someone's filming yeah. zero to 60, he's yeah. got probably stuff that he doesn't want people to see. Yeah. Driving fast on a road. Yeah. And they took all his content. So then they came back and they charged him with 27 counts of dangerous driving. Now, this is a guy with 30,000 YouTube fans. Yeah. So, you know, not huge, but this is a straight cut laced guy. Like, yeah. he's such a great um, Love the guy. He's such mm. a great guy. And I think, fuck, that's almost killed his ch- whole, thi- yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And I look at all the other stupid shit I see and I think they've picked on this guy. Yeah. So someone, he, he said to me, he goes, dude. Someone would have reported him. No, but someone Some has psycho. watched every piece of content he's ever made. Yeah. What would happen if some... <laughs> I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> what would happen if someone came to you and took... Well, you're only your phone, but he had he had uh, gigabytes of content. Yeah. What I, would happen to you? I would say good luck because I have everything. I have four laptops, six phones, two USBs, two iPads. And a partridge and a battery. And, huh? and a partridge and a battery. And a, what is that? A partridge and a battery. Isn't all, that like their Christmas song? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I hate pigeon birds. Sorry. <laughs> I was like singing over there, but I have it all saved and everything. Um, if they were to take it all, that's all right. I'll just start again. I'm not that cut up. Like, I've already sold the content. I'm keen to just He got done for dangerous stuff. What would I get done for? I don't know. It's, it's sli- explicit stuff. Uh... No, it's not illegal. Yeah. It, anyway, moral of the story is it just goes to show that you produce the content. Yeah. You deliver it's always It's always um, in effect of, like, you losing it, though. Like, you know, your phone could just fuck up one day or you could lose it or someone could steal it. Like that. You're always – every time you post something – you're always at like you're always at a cost where something's going to happen, and you've just got to live that risk. Otherwise, you're not going to move forward, or you're not going to get other content. Okay, I'm getting told to wrap it up. This is <laughs> this is okay. This is not good. Uh, um, I got questions. I got plenty of questions. We haven't even answered the fans' questions, but let's go. What demographic are your followers? Male, um, ma- female. When I first started, it was um like maybe eighty percent male. And yeah, twenty percent female, and the age range age range was like fifteen to forty, um, and then it's may it's kind of maybe like a fifty fifty now, male and female, and I think it's more females are subscribing to see what I do and seeing how successful I run my thing, and they're just like using it as a scaffold for their Copy. own. Yeah, 
which is not good. So don't do that because I'll find you and I will sue you. <laughs> uh, no, but they can copy your content. They can, unless I file, unless, like, I've had one girl where she's copied my entire six menus from, like, fingering in the shower, three minutes, 49, like, to the to the minutes. And I sent her warnings to be like, look. It's amazing timing. That's pretty good acting. <laughs> it's, all, it's all real. I <laughs> know. Oh, no, I'm sure it is. Yeah. For you, not for her. Three yeah. minutes, 49. That's yeah. very specific. Yeah. It, and it was like stuff like that. And it, it sucks when people do copy it to a specific point because it's like, man, like, you know, I had a full year of working what works and what doesn't. And now you're taking the shit that's making me successful when you've had it for a month. Yeah, the and disadvantage of being successful. Yeah, but you can sue them for copyright and infringement of property because it's my, I it's on my OnlyFans first, and um yeah, there's heaps of ways you can get around it. But because I'm in the top percentile, you can I'm like in direct contact with OnlyFans, so I can get account I can get an account determinated with information like that, which is really really good. But it also sucks for someone that's not in the position I'm in, and people are doing that to them. Yeah, but you're not. I'm. <clears throat> Okay, that's interesting, but yeah. I'm assuming you're not. Are you sitting there going, no, oh, fuck that bitch. I'm no, gonna... nah. I always give them an ultimatum and I send them a message. And Do I, you? Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's a learning curve. They're trying to learn off me and that, that I'm honoured that they think that, you know, I'm good enough to, they're learning, taking information off me and see if it works for them. But when they're a cunt about it <laughs> and they're like, you know, I, I give them, a, I give them, I talk to them about it and they're not, like they're disrespectful and being like, you know, you don't own OnlyFans, and it's like that that cuts deep because it's like, man, that you know, you're copying me, like, and I'm trying to be nice about it. Like, I do try to see in their perspective, and you have to be open minded to stuff like that because otherwise, you're going to form em- enemies, and you know, they could be the people that report my accounts. Yeah, interesting. I, mm. We have a bit of a philosophy that when you lead from the front, who gives a fuck what everyone else does? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. you know, over COVID, we did lots of stuff, but we. Running out of time, I've been told. So, um, you edit, you do your content. Yeah. Do you do it off your phone? Yeah, everything. You and my iPad, and I'm you don't top. have Premiere Pro. You don't have. Oh, I use like uh, apps on my phone, like Splice. You know, hell basic stuff. It's very. I do it all myself. No one does anything. No one takes my photos. No one takes my videos. I've turned into a bit of a meme master. A meme master. Uh, I got a guy. You could have a field day with my content then. <laughs> I could, uh, but I, it, well, I've only just recently seen your content, but i got a guy called Seb. We, I think we're meme lords in our friends. <laughs> and that. some of the edits I've done, I've pretty good. <laughs> okay. Well, I think they're pretty good. So, yeah. I understand. so you do it all yourself. Okay. So yeah. no Premiere Pro, no, no Final Cut Pro. No. Okay, cool. Um, so people stealing content. Yeah. Now, I know it's a pretty touchy subject. Uh, the, the rules, so I've had, I'm in a group that sometimes someone will send a photo of, you know, if someone's on, what's the shows on TV, uh, building shit. Uh, House rules. The block. The block. Close. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So someone's putting content and the next minute, boom, 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 there's a heap of photos. So someone's obviously gone in, paid the money, mm. stolen all their pictures mm. and then dropped it to the group. Mm. I mean, from that, I, I guess I never thought, oh, I'm going to go sign up to that because I'm yeah. I'm not looking for it. But yeah. does do you think that's positive impact for you or do you think that's negative impact for you? Um, to okay. me, it's 
seems to be like stealing. Yeah, it is because it's like I think on my um, to actually share my content and um, screenshot or anything like that is illegal because it's copyright infringement of my property. And um, there's a lot. I feel like OnlyFans creators don't quite understand like how to go about it because it is it is everything is money. So to get a lawyer and to get that the right information to send to someone to the right person is time consuming and is um is expensive. So it's like I feel like people OnlyFans just go, Oh no, it's publicity, it's fine. But we do I've got an app where um they're called centers and I pay four hundred bucks a month for them to keep my images off Google. And um yeah, it's it's hectic. So they do all the work for me. So they send the they send the um, letter to the website and they get, to get it taken down in like seven days. But the more relevant you are, the more um, content that is going to be. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. So I've noticed I don't have that problem. <laughs> really? So, <laughs> so, so yeah, does that happen a lot? Yeah. And it's I take it as a good thing because it means I'm relevant. People want to, people, more people are seeing it. Like I get taken, it get I get it taken down. Um, weekly, but it's like it's still going to be up there because people, other people are screenshotting it and sharing it on other web pages, which wow, is a good thing. Like, and it's like, I, so is it full? It's the full, it's like full, like the proper someone has paid and gone onto my no, thing. but but got more than a subscription, got the one without yep. the yep. emojis and eggplant. Now, yeah. just quickly on the eggplant <laughs> emoji. Is it not reverse? Like when I watch it with with um, Mister whatever, um, <laughs> you said you didn't watch it. Like it's revert. Like shouldn't it be the big part of the eggplant? What are the you balls? talking about? Like, no, I, I just stick it wherever. I never. Ne- I'm. I'm. You don't turn it the right way. Yeah, I okay. just like, and then you're intrigued. You're like, oh, that should be the other way around. Let's <laughs> <Like some> message her. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that, Pepper. Yeah, I did. Get <laughs> fucked. Okay, well, it got me. Fucking hell. Okay, so question time. Yes. Uh, Josh Durant, 92. Uh, now, doesn't know that Drake's is no longer Foodland, but where do you shop? He actually asked, do you shop at Foodland? That's not me, but that's okay. Yeah, I shop I shop all the time. I go, I'm a big, I'm a cook. I love cooking and I love fresh food. So I'm either at Central Markets okay. or I'm at um, uh, Woolworths or which, Drake's. Which Woolworths? Uh, down at Aldinga or Seaford. <coughs> what? <coughs> it's okay. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not, no judgment here. Um, <laughs> at FO20 er day, if I see her in town, what's the chance of getting a pick with her to make a girl jealous? Now, that the, fucking funny. Yeah, that's a question. Uh, that's, um, do you that, know how common that is for I, guys I or girls to come up to me and be like, oh, can I get a photo with you to make my boyfriend jealous or my ex? Or like, there's always a backstory to someone asking me for a photo. And I sit there, I'm like, yes. I've <laughs> never heard of that, but cool. I love it. Um, Marco Meatball. Do you put bechamel? Is that in, in your lasagna? What is that? Is That's that the cheese? cream. Uh, is that yeah, is that yum, sexual, yum, yum. Is yum. that a sexual? No. I think it's a cream. I, I love. I think he's cream. thinking more yeah. of cream, but uh, maybe at Chelsea Lana. Are you open to starting new friendships? I'd love to have someone like you for advice. Yeah, you can message me whenever. I reply to every single message on my messages in yeah, Instagram. Yeah, 20 bucks a fucking month, no. bitches. <laughs> no, I, I reply every message. So if you message me, 
I'll, I'll say it. I'll okay, say it. well, there you go, uh, Chelsea. Um, Harp. Jeez, these fucking names. Uh, yeah, I'm Harp, like, you're going good over there. I'm, Harper, I'm dyslexic Orch, as fuck. Ford. Uh, what made you want to start an OnlyFans? And what was your first content like? Uh, you know what? We've, we've yeah, talked about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Madeline.Nicole.Ajit. What is a, I can't, uh, what's a sex therapist? Because I noticed that's Well, that's in my Instagram bio. Um, oh, I'm a sex therapist. Do you think you know more about sex than me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's years on the planet. Okay, I'll take that as fucking, I'll take, hear that, guys. I'm impressed. Uh, Alicia Allura, uh, how much does she love Allura hair and beauty? She is amazing. I love Alicia. She does my hair. Um, at Allura, they're amazing. She is a sweetheart. Definitely recommend. Definitely recommend. Oh, that's such a good plug. I love it. Uh, Liam.Godfrey90, how's the couch once wife found out? Oh, that's to me. <laughs> my wife turned around and goes, how's your research going, honey? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, my wife is so oblivious. I think Nat's like, yeah, babe, what are you doing? Got a podcast. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's hot. And I said, yeah, she's hot. It goes, oh, what's she doing? I said, oh, OnlyFans. And that's so I go, babe, OnlyFans is a bit more than I thought. And my <laughs> wife's like, yeah, okay. And then nothing. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah. yeah. I'm used to that. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I love my, I love my Bless wife. Her. She's the best. Um, Chad Bristow, will she marry me? I uh, doubt it, Chad. Um, w. Dietrich, do you think you can get any guy? No, nah. No one. I've never been on a date. No one's. No one's gone out of their way to to come up, come and chat to me. It's weird. I'd love to. I'd love a boyfriend. We can go travelling and stuff. But um, no, I. Haven't been on dates, nothing. So I can't get any guy. No one, like, you can't have a mindset like that. That's that's just unattractive. So does the boyfriend have to think, oh, fuck, she's going to film everything. We can travel the world, but oh, I've got to film her fucking me. Yeah. Is that what happened? I feel like the time I find a boyfriend, I'll be retired. <laughs> I'll be doing something <laughs> different. <laughs> I won't. Nah, um, that's definitely not the way I look at it. Like, he has to, he, yeah, you got to do, do your own thing and I do my thing. you just got to be supportive of it. Uh, um, author, user, 13. Uh, how much uh, do you earn per month? A lot. Um, SB Bus, bus Bridge. SB, do, you, do you draw any inspiration from JP's past to now find yourself as one of SA's best entrepreneurs? Whoa. Well, that's such that a, is that, insane. I love it. That's a fucking cool. That, this that is wicked. Thing, that is so sweet. Wanna, um, yeah, so they're basically saying, do you draw anything from me? Probably doubt it. Yes, um, are you kidding? And, and they're classing you as one of SA's best entrepreneurs. That, that's insane. I, I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't classify myself as an entrepreneur yet or as SA's best, but that, that's, that's a big compliment. That means a lot. I feel like I'm just... Um, Put his phone number here. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. So, no, that's that's a, that's flattering and that's yeah. cool. You're, I can see you're actually gobsmacked by that. Yeah, that means a lot. So, if you were doing what you... These are the wrap-ups, so mm. don't get worried. Fuck, this has gone on a while. I know. I'm Three hours. This is Three gone. hours. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Feels like it's yesterday. Um, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Money's not an object. No. Nah. Um, I would probably be in – well, I was doing cheerleading for a bit, so I'd probably be doing cheerleading. Or um, I'd probably follow through with doing – being in medicine or, like, being a paramedic or following 
the sort of the medicine platform if I didn't have that you know midlife crisis because it was that point where I lost my TikTok as well like my first TikTok was when I was getting interviewed so I was like you know what fuck it let's let's do an OnlyFans cool so probably yeah down the track like that um now this is interesting because you're so young these are my I do these with every person that we've had um this one's a bit hard for you is it something about kids (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. But it, it's it's a question that if you could, most people. If I are, could ask my younger self, yeah, give it must. Yeah, if you could ask your younger, I'll say eighteen year old. One year ago, <laughs> I know. But if you could go back in time and look back and reflect and go, you know, what what advice would you give that person? I, it's, a, it's a tough one because you're one year past it. You don't know yeah, shit. To, no offence. No, know I don't. And <laughs> I, I've, yeah, exactly. Like one year. I'd probably um, give myself probably the mindset I have now and just have the most confidence you can. Like just your confidence with anything you do, the way you talk to people, chat to anyone, like giving, having any opportunity and not, not being shy and not being like, you know, worried about the risk of exposing yourself or doing you know, talking to people and people perceiving you a different way, just not giving a fuck and having – I was pretty much like that anyway, but having more of that mindset and just not um, – yeah, not giving a fuck and being a bit more self-centred. <laughs> well, uh, and I 100% – you, yeah. you have to don't give a fuck about what anyone d- says and does yeah. and just do you. So, yeah, okay. be better than you were yesterday. So if there was one thing that you could change that would change the world, what would that be? We've had many people like, oh, feed everyone, world peace, no mm. homelessness, um, make more money for some people. Um, what would it be for you? I reckon probably would be to resolve the um, the stigma around money because I feel like hunger, climate change, everything has happened from people having money and being in power. So people like in you know, that's how all of it's happened. So if I were to change, maybe the stigma the stigma around the mindset people have when they have money would probably be the number one because we're all in these world issues and, like, you know, wars happen because of people with more money and people wanting to take over countries. And so, yeah, probably to be able to change that mindset people have um, when they are in that position would probably be something I'd change. Love it. Now, th- this is – it comes to the crescendo – this here, if you died and came back to life yes. as a board game. As a board game? Uh, and it might be a bit tough for you because you've probably never played a fucking board game. Yes. So I'm happy. So if you died and came back as a board game, what board game would best describe your life? Now, it's uh, uh, why you're thinking. Yeah. We've had Mousetrap. Snakes and Ladders, Trivial Pursuit, um, Risk. Yeah, we've had a whole lot of boy. I'm happy for you to throw in a, what do they call it? A gaming game. Huh? Huh? Yeah, what's your game? Yeah. Oh, mine's Scrabble. Because sometimes I say stuff fucking amazing, unbelievable, and sometimes I say it and it's shit. But I can take it either way. That's me, and I say it as it is. Yeah. So, so for me, it was Scrabble. It was easy. I've had uh, Darren Thomas, I th- I'm pretty sure, with Snakes and Ladders. 
Uh, Thomas Farms Foods, probably one of the biggest exporters of beef in the country, one of the yeah. biggest peop- like wow. businesses in the world yeah. right here in South Australia. And just such a great guy. Yeah, um, yeah. there's been a bit of a mix. It's, it's quite tough. It's, it's one of the questions that really stumps people. Yeah, I'm like... I'm trying to think of board games. Yeah, that's the problem. See, yeah. now, now I've come to the conclusion the younger generation don't get the fucking board game. I'm happy to say what game that you play. Any game. Any game. Yeah, like do you play like, you know, I play contacts, uh, contracts on, on, on Oculus VR and I'm, yeah. I'm shit. I'm really <laughs> bad at it. Like I sit there and get killed so many times that mm. I might kill one person. I've been killed 16. But I've had fun because I'm talking to 16 other people. Yeah. Trying to say, yeah. watch out for that guy's sniper in the top roof. <laughs> what sniper? Oh. <laughs> Literally me. I'm terrible. Yeah. And we've had Amanda Platten on the end. She's, no, Amber. Oh, Amber. Oh, Amber. She's been amazing. Yeah. And and I was like, look, she talks while she's playing. But I beat, I beat her on the fucking Game Boy. Oh. I fucking beat her. Oh, she on, talks Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I still beat her on the, the game. I beat her in Kung Fu. I played against her and beat her. But, yeah, is there, is there something that comes to mind? This probably is the most <laughs> – I'm thinking mono- Monopoly okay. because my life is so unpredictable. Like I like wh- how you go around and you get houses and you've got all of that. Go to ja- you. It's just like so unpredictable and you've got the two cards as well in the middle – and going around go, like, my life is so unpredictable. Um, like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or, like, you know, my – I'm like, each month my income's different. So it's like – I'd probably say Monopoly. Love it. <laughs> so there you have it, uh, everyone. That's Tilled Search. Uh, yes. Look her up. Subscribe, subscribe to our own And then subscribe to all the other <laughs> stuff that you can see on that channel because I guarantee it is worth it. But – you know, speaking to you today, I hope that so stigma's been crushed about a lot yeah. of things that people think about OnlyFans. And, you know, I'd have to say congratulations and well oh, fucking you. done. Uh, it's really cool to be able to be able to podcast you and listen to your point I'm honoured to be here. Like, honestly, for you guys to, yeah, it means a lot for you to ask me to come on here. It's uh, amazing. And it's been so cool to listen to. I love hearing from all generations of yeah. life. And I got a, a mate of mine, Brett, and he's always said, if you want to be young, hang around with younger people. I mean, we're not hanging around, but uh, to come and hear your point of view on life, it's totally. It actually makes me open my mind about yeah. how things, look, how how life is for you, and I totally appreciate that. So yeah. thank you for coming on. No, thanks for having me. It's been amazing.